everybody, and welcome back to the Film Reroll. We're a podcast. We take movies. We run them as role-playing games. You know the drill, but in case you don't, I'm going to tell you the drill. The drill is we are going to improvise our way through a movie. Everything you hear will be improvised, and anything can happen. So if things change from the movie, we play it from there, and we end up where we end up. Now, unlike regular improv, we cannot just say that we jump over a pit or (laughs) (laughs) or convince the congress to act for once (laughs) (laughs) we have to roll dice that tell us if we succeed or fail and thus the story changes i'm gonna hand it off to our gm for the day to introduce us because it is jaws who is running today jaws what are we what's going on today hello hello just as a little starter we'll set the scene and then we'll introduce your characters movie starts black screen Slowly the lights come up and we see blue wallpaper with little white clouds on it. And you hear the first few opening bars of... You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the room goes rough ahead and you're miles and you're miles from your nice warm bed. You got a, you you got a friend. No, I did what I, you I fucked it up. Said, For you, you got, got a friend, friend in me. You got a friend. You probably guessed it by now. We're doing Toy Story. Also, you probably read the episode title. I mean, doing that's the quite possible. Autobiography of Randy Newman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Randy Newman. He is great. He just has a friendly voice. Yeah. He really does, especially when he's talking about short people. <laughs> the meanest <laughs> song in the world. I just every time, like once a year, some friend of mine, like from different social groups, will be like, "Have you ever heard the song Short People?" And then it's just like always like blown away. And every every year, I'm like, "Yeah, it's a nice. It's, it's, it's always yeah, nice it's to nice re-listen song. to Short People." Well, I love him, Randy. Newman's voice sounds like everyone's favorite neighbor that one time they got too drunk. Yeah, one time. that's possible. <laughs> I mean, you know. Anyways, um, moving into who's playing who. I, to my right, I have Mr. Paolo Quiros. It is I. Who is playing? Woody! <laughs> the flopsy-mopsy Woody. And I have three wooden dice to represent my soul. Well played. And then to my left, I have... Andy Mr. Hoover. Yes, playing Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, with the uh, Galactic Alliance under Star Command. En route from sector, on route to sector 12. I was wondering if you're going to include the whole title. I tried to. He has like, it's funny. He works for like a whole bunch of, like he's always being like, we got to call Star Command because they work for the Galactic Alliance and under the Universe Patrol Unit. It's a complicated bureaucracy it's that he's working with. very complicated, yeah. clearly. Uh, but I am a space ranger. Uh, so that is my character. What's, and, it, what's uh, in sector five? You don't want to know. <sighs> what is, what, is Gamma, Gamma Quadrant even a real thing or was that just made up? Uh, Star Trek has quadrants. Yeah, that I don't are, think I don't think that real science refers to the galaxy quadrants. in in like quadrants in any meaningful sense. But yeah, that's definitely a Star Trek thing, which is interesting that they brought it into hmm. yeah. to this. There's also I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there was a cartoon. I don't know. I'm going to say ten to twenty years ago. That was like a TV animated, you know, twenty two minute Saturday morning cartoon that was the adventures of Buzz Lightyear, but like. He's not a toy. It's actually Buzz Lightyear fighting Zerg, and like there's oh, the like little minions from the, from the, the claw space. machine. From the claw machine are yeah. like they're in characters. Universe. Yeah, they're in universe. Huh. So it's I I remember actually watching the. It must have been longer ago because I was a kid enough that I was watching the show. So you know, probably fifteen to twenty years ago. Wow. And it was I I even at the time I was like, huh, this is fun, but I think they're kind of missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very analytical child, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> Anyways, so 
the beginning of the movie has some like welcoming you into the nursery and introducing you to all the different characters. Um, we're going to skip over that in the interest of time. And where we'll start. There's a pig. There's a pig. There's a, jerk. There's a slinky dog. There's Mike. There's the <laughs> RC car. There's Bo Peep. Um, there's a dinosaur. There's a dinosaur. There's army men who are also like really into it. Yes. But the, somehow they don't have delusions about being space rangers. They're somehow both soldiers and toys. So there is yes, a happy, happy this is medium. true. Yeah. There, the, the movie does, I guess, imply that there's something specific about the manufacturing of Buzz Lightyear yeah. that implants mm-hmm. it with memories of this really detailed space faring lifestyle. It's sinister. It's a weird company that made and that, that toy. In every home across America where a Buzz Lightyear is purchased, this scenario is playing out in some configuration. And I bet in a lot of them, Buzz Lightyear convinces all the local toys that he is actually from space. It's possible. Blissfully oblivious that there's anything deluded about his state of mind. Right. And just spends all his time trying to repair his spaceship so he can get back to his mission. And then eventually gets old and disillusioned only in his mechanic skills. Right. He only, he right. has, he, he feels despair, but it's a very different kind of despair that he briefly goes through in this movie. Yeah. Wondering if it's like, I'm just stranded is, on this dumb planet. Why isn't star command answering? Right. Is everything I'd, I'd watch alive? that movie. Where are my wife and kids? Are yeah. they okay? Yeah. Now we're, we're getting into to Rocket Man. Not Rocket Man. What's the um the Bowie the Bowie song? Space Major Odyssey. Tom. Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Ground control to Buzz well, Lightyear. Maybe this is how maybe this is how our movie's gonna go. It could be. Well, never, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Um, I just rerolled it for us. This yeah. is the second movie I've done with a replicant in it. Um. Okay. Uh, replicant <laughs> seems bold. <laughs> well, it's he's implanted. He's a fake he's space implanted. man. He's implanted with memories thinking he is a space man. Yeah. I wonder if he'd pass a Voight. Well, anyway. Um, buzz, buzz, I'm, ge- buzz, I'm guessing he wouldn't pass the Voight <laughs> <car>. <laughs> I'm guessing they'd catch him somehow. <laughs> um, right. So anyway, so we open on uh, everybody's favorite kid, Andy's birthday party. Damn straight we do. And um, we don't know this yet, but Buzz is currently being kept in the closet in a box. And oh, that's an interesting question. Do you activate once you get held by a child like are you active in the box or are you no i'm in hypersleep until in my hypersleep. box is opened yeah yeah so buzz is completely unaware that's of... the slang term that the space uh, force uses for uh for the space rangers when the box is open quote unquote mm. that's when we when we every when we buzz up. is just sitting there like thinking why doesn't cryosleep work on me like there must be something about my, oh my god this is an just existential like, crisis. Oh, right. i'm just pretending that i'm cryosleeping it's never worked right. on me i've right. never actually slept <laughs> oh my god yeah, so a lot of questions, not a lot of answers. <laughs> yeah, you're in the box, kind of waiting, and, and what's in the box? You have managed to get uh, the army men down and into the plant with their baby monitor. You're all gathered around, and you're hearing the list of presents that are getting opened. There's a set of a sheet set, I think. There's a lunch box. All right, good There's stuff. a lamp that's in the space of a sh- uh, the shape of a spaceship. Lamp. Just There's, get that when you move. You're about um, to move. Anything some, sentient so far? Nah, there's like some sweatshirts with like logos and crazy stuff on them. There's okay. a pair of socks. Um, some candy. All right, good for him. And, and you'll be happy about the candy. There's like an outside like play set kind of thing. Sentient? Nah, well. they're all just sort of like plastic. I just hope there's not another dinosaur. I'm very insecure. <laughs> no dinosaurs so far. And as you start nearing the end of all the toys that they open, you're feeling how? Could have gone a lot worse, Woody. I'm guessing that Andy with the move and and with the weak present game from his parents is going to feel a little bit sad. But, you know, that's what we're here for. Not just for his parents, like but his friends. I, you know, I think he, I think she's a single mom. 
Ooh. I don't think that there's a dad present. That's why oh, we got there's th- a big move. There might have just been a divorce. That's what well, I'm or a death is the grim theory. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, baby's yeah. in the front, she's in the front seat with mom. And in the final sh- sh- screenshot of the movie, we only see the mom there. We don't see a dad. It's just mom and her two babies. Yeah, the dad is definitely not present and might be dead. Right. Fascinating. But it could just be a divorce. So, whatever it is, or separation. It's just yeah, well, mom. Do we know? I mean, in universe, do we know what happened? It never says. The movie never. No, but I'm asking you as Me. God oh. in this game. Oh, in this game, I'm going to say that there was a recent divorce. Divorce. Okay. Yep. Yep. So this is kind of how, traumatic. How do we feel about that? Do the we, toys? Yeah. Do we have Oh, any? you know, you you heard the arguments and stuff. Okay. You know that something has happened to, you know what's happened to Andy. Oh, shit. What if the Buzz Lightyear toys from dad? Oh. As like a sorry I had to split kind of thing. Well, that's now canon. Uh, <laughs> is the dad at this party? No. Okay. Dad is not there. So I think that if just dad- mom's quote unquote friend Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mom's friend Jim is there. I'm picturing our friend Jim. And Andy, Andy isn't quite sure how he feels about Jim because Jim is a little trying. Like, too trying. friendly, you know, and Andy's a little bit like, you're not my dad. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's a big adjustment here. <laughs> Same way you feel about Jim. That is, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Despite his efforts, he'll never really be a father to me. <laughs> so. There is, well, why would mom have hidden it away then? See, no, I don't think it can be from the dad because there's no way that if the dad's not present at this party, the mom is letting the dad's the sh- present be the last, last thing one. and yeah. the best present at yeah. the party. That's, well, yeah. Mm. So dad, dad sent him a basketball, like a- Yeah, a, dad a, doesn't get- That kid needs to dad, get outside yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's not wrong, but, but Andy's he, not playing with that he's basketball. He's the kind of dad that looks at him, he's like, son, you're too skinny. You got to get outside yeah. and beef up a little bit more. The only toy I bought you know? was army men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imbued with my spirit. Yeah, he's like, so you, you got to get out there and like beef up, man. Right. You'll get picked on in, in middle school. Right, right. Yeah, so so all of the presents have been open. The kids are all playing and, and you're all kind of relieved. I think that's a wrap, guys. You know, the candy is going to make him hyper and we all like that. That's fun. Other yeah. than that... We got nothing. It's a big dud. It's a big dud. All right, everyone back up, back up. And then all of a sudden over the comm here, Woody, Woody, come in, come in. We have a surprise present. Mom has gone to the closet and pulled out a surprise present. I repeat, surprise, surprise present, present, everyone. It surprise looks present. like- Surprise present, eyes up. It looks like there's a, there's a, oh, and, and Andy is- What's, Oh my God. What's going on? They're cutting so off our nervous. communications. <laughs> you can't hear it. The comm keeps cutting in and out. I hope okay. it's not an N64, possibly a year early. Oh, God. I fail my electronics operation baby monitor roll, and uh, I get nothing. Yeah, you get nothing, and Ham fails his self-control. So he, he Only we had a ham radio. <laughs> yeah. So he, he bumps into the nightstand the radio is sitting on, and, ooh, the radio starts to, like, teeter right toward the edge. Ro- uh, and can I roll still, decks to catch it? Sure. It's still coming in and out. Uh, that's a success by one. Amazing. I dive forward to grab onto the radio. And right as you grab onto it, something about like, maybe it's your stuff and fluff. Who knows? But like, it's suddenly. Fluff bones? Uh, Do I have fluff, fluff bones? bones? You have fluff bones. <laughs> oh, this is also your second It's my toy second stuff related and fluff, yeah. Stuff and fluff <laughs> There's a theme <laughs> here. You like robots, <laughs> robots and stuff and fluff. And stuff and fluff. <laughs> and complicated questions about sentience. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. That every movie like you've rerolled is- The Jaws Vam story. Dealt with sentience as a, as a primary theme. Robots, stuff and fluff, and questions about sentience. Mm-hmm. So as you grab it, it somehow like completes the signal and it comes blaring through. They're coming upstairs. I repeat, they're on their way upstairs. Toys <gasps> for original positions. What is the toy? What is the toy? And then it cuts out. <sighs> Dang. All right, everyone- Eyes up, stay sharp. 
<laughs> do you want to stay in the position? This is not where Andy left you. Uh, how much time do we have? Five seconds before Andy gets up into the room. Everyone get as close as you can as your original positions and drop. Uh, roll your IQ to know where that was and okay. to direct everybody because it's just chaos. People are running, ah, I don't know where to go. That's what that? was that? So start That's telling people where they need to go. Ham, you were over there. What? What about Potato Head? Potato Head. I don't like you. <laughs> Bo Peep, like you. you were over here Bo in Beep my arms. Bo Peep was right back to her. Yeah, oh my. <laughs> Bo Peep. <laughs> Bo Peep clocks that and kind of winks at you. And then Where am I going to be, Woody? Slinky, you were down there uh, wound around Rex. All right. Rex is, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, I can't Rex, just get down. Get okay. down. Okay, and he just falls over. And, and uh, seeing everyone get approximately into their positions, I flop. Flop, right, on the bed where he left you. Yes. Okay, amazing. Andy and his friends come bursting into the room. Oh my God, Andy, this is the coolest toy ever. I can't believe this. I want one of these so bad. One of his buddies like swipes uh, Andy's, uh, swipes Woody right off of the bedspread and onto the the bed on the floor. And you hear like something kind of land on the bed above you and the, the other toys in the room can't see what it is, but you know it's something big because Andy had his arms way around it as he came in and some of you kind of saw it. And then they play kind of like rambunctiously for a little while with it. Like it's very clear that like, this is a really cool toy that all the kids want. So you're kind of wondering what it is. And then mom calls from downstairs, kids, it's time for ice cream. And they all leave. That's the only thing cooler than this toy that I'm going to not name. <laughs> <laughs> I run downstairs for ice cream. There's silence. Okay. We're all clear. Everyone's out. Roll perception. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you can hear the noise has gone downstairs and actually out into the backyard. Okay. And I get up and slowly climb my way up onto the bed. I can just climb myself onto the bed. Yeah, right? you can. But first, like, all the toys kind of notice, like, Woody, why are you on the floor? Well, that friend, he just swiped me off. Okay. Who's the friend? Are you okay, Woody? I'm, I'm, I'm fine, right? Have you been betrayed? Is, this, <laughs> is, is your time over? Rex goes, oh, no, is this the end? Is this the end for cowboys everywhere? It's, no, no, it's not the end. We are doing just as well as the dinosaurs. But the, I mean, they really seem to like whatever that new toy is like better than you, though. And you Ham know? comes in and he's like, yeah, I want to know what's up there. Well, eh? I'm going to find out what's up there. And I think that you're you guys need to just chill. Go take a, a look, gonna, Steve, Woody. Leadership to uh, calm the uh, quaking nerves of my uh, posse. Mm -hmm. uh, I fail it. because <laughs> The speaking spell is just spelling out your time is over, old man. <laughs> The yeah, just sketch is drawn like a noose. It's like an ugly scene. It's bad. Mr. Potato Head pops out his eyes and like holds them up and says, oh, Woody, it doesn't look good. What, you added like an inch to your vertical there? Oh, yeah. Wait, Mr. Potato Head's arms are long. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm climbing up the bed. Do I need to roll for All that? All right. Uh, just roll climbing. I think he gave you climbing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Success by a lot. Yeah. Like, I nimbly oh, wow. scale the bed. Okay. And I poke my head up. Perception. I mean, uh, failure, but I could, what, what do I see? Um, you can't really see what's inside the box. So it's still inside the box? Yeah, it got like kind of shoved back <laughs> into, oh, like the flap kind of got okay. closed, and the All box right. is sort of right. sitting like cattywampus style. I, I and... climb back up on, and I, I take a look at the box up close. Yeah, oh, you're going to get close to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm getting close. Okay. What do I see? Buzz, roll perception. Uh, that is a fail. Oh, my perception's not very good, which makes sense. That's a failure by uh, six. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Five. 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 Okay. You've been awakened and all you can see, because your, your spaceship has kind of like 
a UV special material on the front. So it's kind of hard to like see out the main uh, top window of it. Well, that's for the radiation. Yeah, exactly. And all you can see is some strange space creature that has like a weird kind of triangular head. What? And really, really skinny arms that like kind of flop all over oh the my place. Gosh. Maybe more than two. This isn't where I was supposed to land at all. Not at all. And this thing is actually coming toward you. All right. Well, I ready the uh, I ready my uh, standard issue uh, arm laser and I uh, break open... Uh, out of my uh, out of my uh, out of my box, and I challenge this life form and say, "Halt! Who goes there?" Okay, roll um, Dex to make sure you get out of the way when the flap flies open. All right, uh, that's a success. Nope, nope, that's a failure. <laughs> okay, by how much? By one. By one. Okay, so when the flap flies open, it hits you and like knocks you towards Ow. the side of the bed Ow. again. So roll roll Dex to see if you can catch your a grip on the bedspread. That's a failure. <laughs> Okay, so instead, as you like, as the flap hits you and you tumble towards the edge of the bed, you try to like scrabble at the bread spread a little bit, but you can't get a good grip and you just wind up falling in a kerthwump right on top of, well, right next to Ham, who just says, excuse you. I pat him condescendingly and then I climb back up on the bed. <laughs> okay. Climbing as quickly as I can. Yep, success by like nine. Okay, okay, Buzz. Success by eight. By eight, great, amazing climbing rolls. So they're kind of like more confident in you still being the leader as you show up your like physical prowess of being able to- Yeah, like toys go for someone who can climb well. Scale the bed, no problem. <laughs> um, Buzz, when you opened the flap, you saw that you knocked whatever this alien was off the side of the bed. Hmm. Hope it's not going for reinforcements. What, ooh. Captain's log. What is your next- Strange life forms on this planet. I seem to have crash landed en route to Sector 12. I need to get in touch with Star Command right away. Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Radio's down too. Drat! My ship appears to be damaged. No, I cut the radio. What? Who said that? Who goes there? I poke my head up. Uh -oh. You! The radio's not down. It's over there. He's fine. He has a strange flashing red light that you're not sure. Roll fright check. That is a big success. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is it's just a toy. Yeah. yeah. Toys it's have a light up. Things. Yeah. It's yeah. just a little like. Yep. Still, I'm targeting his forehead. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at his fearlessness. I walk fully up onto the bed and I, and I take a look at him. What? A, what, what roll is, perception. Can we roll? Yeah. That's, that's a big success. As you're checking each other well, out here. Success by two. I okay. uh, succeed by on the button is what I succeed yeah. by. Yeah. So, so what you see in front of you is you, you were mistaken. This is clearly not an alien space creature. This is what you, you've heard about in history books was a standard issue cowboy ranger style fighter from, from way, way hmm. across standard the galaxy. Issue. Right. And local law enforcement humanoid. Yeah, right. We all got but one. But this is clearly like this is rural. This is not like the major space centers that you come from. This is like backwater, backwater, backwater Understood. sort of yeah, law enforcement. Sheriff, I'm glad you're here. My craft needs emergency repairs. Do you have any sort of mechanical uh, facilities I would be able to assist. I need to get back to Sector 12. And as you look at him, you see that like there's things that are drawn on and like mm -hmm. buttons and he's really got like a plasticky, sh like iridescent he's almost. distressingly fancy. Yeah. Okay, I don't like that. Ooh, okay. but he wants your help. Well, I think Woody's primary tactic of handling uh, distress is condescension. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, look at your advantages and disadvantages. There's a, I gave you a couple things to mess with there. As you can see, my ship is damaged. Yeah, the the wing on your ship has been like kind of pulled out a little bit. It looks like something caught the metal and it just like fully straightened it on your way in. I don't suppose you have any lithium reactors within easy striking distance. And what are you supposed to be? Well, I'm I'm Buzz Lightyear. I'm with the Galactic Alliance in the Space Ranger Corps. 
working specifically for the Universe Protection Unit under Star Command. Oh, that's great. That's adorable. That's that's fantastic. It's actually very serious and took yeah, me 12 oh, yeah, totally, years of totally training. serious. And I start like pressing on his buttons to see what they do. I had to kill a man as part of my initiation. Quit that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Roll perception, Buzz. Uh, that is a failure by two. Oh, shit. There's more life forms. They're peeking up over the side of whatever you're standing on here. Who goes there, friendlies? Uh, oh, 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 my gosh. Please don't shoot. Don't shoot. I'm just a dinosaur. And That's I'm all right. The only one I, okay. I show mercy. Oh. This planet seems very diverse. And I wave the guys behind me to, like, get down and, like, To get down? down. Okay, okay. I'm glad we all speak English. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. And yeah. I, I'm pressing his buttons. What do they do? They listen to you. Um, the the buttons. There's one that talks to what's something like star command, starship. So it like makes a voice. Like yeah. A, wait. Yeah. Which one? Well, which one does he hit? The middle one. It's yeah. The, 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 the red That's one. one that made me say buzz, buzz, buzz. Lightyear. Lightyear the rescue. And then the second one says something about star calling, starship command. And mm. and then there's one that goes. And there's like a light that goes off with it. Stop that. And then he's got a. Big red button on his other. Well, I'm pressing that. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Well, okay. well boom, what happens? Suddenly the, the wings come out when you press that one. <laughs> well, isn't that cute? Yeah. They're yeah. not cute. They're standard issue galactic wings. That's great. They have little cute, like red and green lights on them. It's not cute, God. It's no. very important. <laughs> no, I, I love them. I love them. That's, that's hilarious. No, these are my wings. It's not hilarious. You're... No, they're great. Oh, thank you. You do notice that they're made of pretty, like, tough plastic, so you wouldn't want to be in the way if you were ever to, like, activate them. Oh, yeah, it noted. Would, that would cause some some damage. I'm going to roll against my gullibility to see if, yeah. like, and if, I'm just going to assume his condescension is, like, sincere admiration if I, uh... Yeah, and he's real simple this. to you. Interestingly, I fail by one. You fail your gullibility roll? Yeah. So, so you So just... I think he's just like, yes, thank you. Yes, they are very, they are quite splendid. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I'm just a, a humble space ranger doing my job and all that. Yeah, and he's he's just very, like, he's local yokel, like, backwater, and you're yes. just all never, right. never seen a spaceman well, before. Well, listen, buddy, I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of in charge around here, and uh, I'm sure we'll find a nice little spot for you and things to do. Well, excellent. I will respect all local law enforcement and mores as long as I involve my ship in some sort of fixing operation as Fixing? Soon. You look like you're in great shape. I no, mean, no, no, no. I am new. fine. I am fine. It's my ship. Here, I, I perhaps you haven't seen this before. It is, well, it is akin to a horse, but it... Rides among the stars. I don't Look, know what kind of technology you are familiar with. You're one of those collectible types. I hate to break it to you. Andy's just going to throw away the box. He's not. He's a kid. He's not sentimental like that. Andy. Is Andy your god? Roll IQ to know yeah, what that yeah. means. Um, I, I don't know that word. I'm going to say. <laughs> Sailed IQ by four. <laughs> yeah. So why the parents like, split up. It was like the mother's like a militant atheist and the dad's just uh, like, he's, he's not even getting bar mitzvah with the kills going on. No, they, no, the neighbor has a dog, but Andy's never had one. They had a guinea pig. We had a guinea pig for a while. I, I'm not sure where it went. Hmm, scientific experiments. Interesting. This Andy seems a potentially cruel master. Is no. he a chieftain? Roll IQ to know what that means. Mm-hmm. No, I'm the chief around here, buddy. Then who is this Andy? Andy? Yes. Well, he was, he's the one who was playing with you. Remember that? Like, I am not like really a minute a and a half ago. So he's the one who crashed my ship. Yes, yes. He's an agent of Zerg, and you are in his thrall. Of what? Emperor really? Zerg, or has the conflict not reached this far? Uh, em- okay, no. Perhaps I am not too late. Uh, uh, Andy is a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, roll perception. Perception's not good. <laughs> oh, but I, I did that time. Yeah, so you see this beautiful Earthling woman. She's got gorgeous blonde hair and mm. a pretty pink dress and she's got sheep with her kind of weirdly but hmm. or what you there's white fluffy things that, that kind of bah. Uh, let me roll earth history yeah i'm rolling perception oh, let you me roll should, iq let you, me yeah roll just roll your IQ. iq for it i succeeded my perception that is a crit failure Ooh. oh my god 
Uh, I have never seen a sheep before in my life, and well, I well, assume... you know what? You know why? Because in the movie they're joined. There's three of them that are all oh. joined together. This looks nothing like a sheep to you. This looks like a three-headed little monster. But you're, it seems to be behaving itself. Madam, do you need assistance with that monstrosity? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm the my. one who provides assistance to her, buddy. Oh. Calm down. And he's oh, I see. Handsome too. You have some sort of pre-existing romantic attachment. No, the sheep are fine. They're, they're just. I know they look a little funny, but what you know. kind of a place do you think this is? Is it sexual only, or is they're there some sort of marriage? My sheep, I and I love of? them, so I, I take. Care of and them. the sheep are in on it. I understand. <laughs> well, again, I will not. Uh, I will not make any assumptions as to your culture. I still don't understand Andy's role in this entire strange cosmology. Oh, Andy! Oh, you'd love Andy. He's kind of the main boss around here. Very well. Take me to Andy immediately. Pretty sure I'm the main boss right now. <laughs> he will be able to assist me in and my Bo, endeavors. Bo Peep kind of pokes you in the side as, as she goes by. She goes over to Buzz and takes him by the arm and starts to kind of. Introduce him around to everybody. So hello, you, hello. This is Ham. He's he's one of he's the the piggy bank, and then we have I see. Uh, Mr. Potato Head, yes, and this is Mr. Mike. It is an honor to meet all of you. And she continues kind of throughout all the toys. I am insanely jealous. Absolutely. Uh, roll will to not like to lash not out. To not get some, pissy about. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I do fine. I I'm insanely jealous internally, but I check my worst instincts, and I'm uh, just kind of trying to find a way to undermine him without looking like petty. Yeah, you're you're like kind of a political mind. You don't yeah. you, you know you know you have to be careful here, right? Yeah, yeah. Cuz any any introduction this of is new a delicate toys, situation. Exactly. I would like a delicate to, time. I would like to roll uh perception or IQ. Well, as I get introduced to people, I don't know if it's a role necessarily, but do I get the sense of anybody like is more space savvy than others? Um, are there any other like even vaguely space related? Well, there's there, you, you notice that there is a military force here. Interesting. Um, that is hmm. not super high tech, but they do have guns. Like they're lower tech level than you are. But Interesting. They haven't they're really discovered small. lasers yet, but they're very small. But there's a lot of them, so it's clearly like they're. Yes force in numbers from the perspective of someone taking everything literally this would be a baffling planet to land on oh my god <laughs> i mean I, I would imagine that you would <laughs> no it feels what? like it feels like sakar from thor ragnarok oh my god you're right you're just like yeah. I, I like you know it's like i know what sakar like this is clearly a sakar situation sort of a crossroads yeah but like the locals are really backwards somehow woody and... woody is the current like champion but andy's the one i need to talk to <laughs> yeah you know like there is another robot a robot, um, but he's very he's very small and he doesn't really talk much. He's more of like a, a like you'd probably consider like a house version, a house assistant version. May I borrow this droid? Well, I think they'll decide that for themselves, buddy. I see. Uh, the understanding of who is in control here continues to. I'm in control. Uh, the robot kind of like re uh, reaches out an arm and goes click click with his little orange grabby hands. Well articulated. And, you and have surprisingly advanced robotics for a planet that does not seem to have any knowledge of space travel. And then there is a machine that's yellow with a bunch of letters on it. You can tell that you can encrypt uh, messages through it. Intriguing. Possibly send them, and it, it, it scrolls across the screen, hello, welcome to Earth. Hello, welcome machine. Uh, thank you for your welcome machine. Do you have any direct communication with the Galactic Alliance or Star Command? Uh, have not attempted Galactic Alliance or Star Command communication as yet. Please give orders and we'll try. Well, all right, thank you. This is the first helpful being I've met. Yes, um, Star Command, this is Buzz Lightyear. Uh, my ship crashed en route to Sector 12, and I need immediate assistance. Unfortunately, the tech level of this current planet does not seem to lead me to... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still shaken up, but I don't believe that this planet will give me necessary assistance in order to leave on my own. All help uh, is appreciated. Code 7087, uh, glory to the Alliance, and death to the Empire. And he scrolls code 7087 paging now. Thank you. 
And what, then just there's like what a, a little troublemaker. <laughs> uh, and there's there's just like lines. There's uh, flashing bars on the screen while he's he's sending this. Well, this could take a while. Other than that, there's not really like there's a lot of like brightly colored and some more kind of gadgety things, but there's not really any like tech level that you'd be like, ah, clearly this is something that might have any sort of uh, understanding of space. Understood. Thank you, pleasant denizens of what is the name of this uh, planet? Andy's room. Andy's room. It's a uh, nice name. There is a very uh, strange-looking dog that comes over to you and says, "Oh, if you got to repair your ship, we can, we got some tape we can give you." Indeed, a bonding strip. Uh, y- sure, yeah. That may be useful if there's been less interior damage. Bonding is great, but there'll be no stripping here. <laughs> Rex, go get him. Go get him the 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 bonding strip that he's talking about. Yeah. Thank you, dinosaur. Uh, Thank Rex you, dog. goes over and picks it up and carries it to you. And and Excellent. Um, yes. I may be able to make something with this. Uh, I will go back to my spaceship immediately and see if perhaps I can get the systems to go. Sure. Once I've applied this bonding strip. Sure. Robot, uh, please accompany me uh, and assist. Thank you again, segmented dog and large green lizard. Okay, no covering the box in tape. Andy will see that. Who did it? <laughs> Boat Peep comes up and says, just let him let him have his fun. He's going to go through an adjustment period, babe. You know this. Something weird about this guy. What do you mean weird? The way he talks. Well, he's a spaceman. Of course he's not going to talk like any of us. Yeah, but he's... Look, I'm just feeling a little bit insecure about this, all right? Are there any devices on this planet for playing trip-hop? That is the music I like to do when making repairs to my craft. Um, uh, it's, Mr. It's, Mike? The 90s, I don't think... Trip-hop exists at this time? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mike uh, is the cassette player that also has a, a microphone on it that you use for um, meetings and such. And he has uh, Gloria Estefan... Um, tape cassette tape inside and hits play and you hear come on shake your body baby do that conga that's, that's not bad yeah <laughs> let me roll connoisseur uh just have someone music. pull on his tape back and forth oh again. dude i uh yeah i i almost crit succeeded that i mean i know i didn't have it but like yeah i think i'd not only do i really like this music but i can sort of converse <laughs> knowledgeably on it being like <laughs> oh yes uh in certain planets you know i mean like i don't know like i don't know the earth history but like i yeah, can talk about beats and stuff i'm like yes this is a good rhythm yes, yeah and exactly. uh, yeah, a little I'm bit dancing, of a modern flavor. Dancing a little bit as I get the duct tape off. People like it. You yeah, know? yeah. Like I'm, I'm... Yeah, I don't like how everyone's paying attention to him instead of me. But you know what? There's been nothing too untoward so far. So I'm just kind of watching and supervising, trying to to affect the posture of a leader role leadership. Uh, that's a failure. Uh, but I think I'm succeeding. So so what happens? <laughs> hey, Woody, this new guy's pretty great, right? Like, the way that you're not great, this new guy's great. All right, that seemed like a shot. Well, so as <laughs> well, this is Mr. Potato happened. Head is waiting in the wings to take you down. There's, That's like, a dance party that sort of spontaneously yeah. starts because Buzz is really getting into the music and, like, everybody's up on the bed dancing as he's trying yeah. to fix his spaceship. And you, you're kind of trying to assume, like, leadership posture, but you're just coming across right. as, like, you don't really want to dance and stand <laughs> right. me and Me and Bo Peep are really, like, pushing the boundaries of a G-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> you are tangoing. Like it's it. still it's PG now. It's PG now. All right, everybody, remember your positions and what are you going to do with that tape if Andy comes in? Well, I look forward to meeting your god. Okay, I don't get this god thing. <laughs> your chieftain, whatever you want to call him. The I'm boy, the chief, the nine-year-old boy. What a euphemistic term! I just need to find out if he is in alliance with Zerg or with the alliance, the double A. We've got double A's. Really, batteries. Intriguing. Sure, if I may, I may need those double A's. Thank you for being helpful. I'm sorry that we got off on the wrong foot. And yeah. then 
there, so you work on your spaceship for yeah, a little while. Yeah, just putting tape over the place because yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, it's kind of. I don't understand. Like I don't understand his concern at all. I'm like, yeah, I will explain mess. it. Strange mess. Yeah. You're getting a chance to kind of talk with the toys a little bit more, and they're really taking a liking to you. You're right. very charismatic, and you're exciting because <laughs> you're from this new place. And and Woody, you've kind of been watching this from the sidelines, trying to you be know, as, as sort of like he's macking on my girl. Yeah, yeah. giving the shark stand up tips. Slinky like offered to help him right. Off, like there was, you know, Slinky's kind of like your guy. Yeah. So you're you're sort of just standing off to the side, and uh, the. The party downstairs is clearly finishing up. The kids go home. Mom makes dinner. You know that Andy's going to be heading up here soon because he's going to want to get ready for bed and they they read their book together. Hmm. I'm going to roll... Well, first I'm going to roll leadership to call a uh, staff meeting. Go for it. That's a big failure. Big failure. <laughs> okay. Failure by five. Okay, so give me a big uh, failure to call them. All right, everybody. Everybody gather up. Staff meeting. Staff meeting. Hey, what do you mean? Some of the guys Look, from the I'm army. I'm the leader. You listen to me. So everybody come here now. Well, we were talking about, about how much we want, you know, maybe we want a democracy and stuff. You know? We are a democracy that elected me. Yeah, when are you, when's your term up again? We don't have term limits here. Uh-huh. That's, that's, <laughs> sounds more well, like I've been talking to Buzz, and, and this sounds a lot like the rise of uh, the rise of Emperor Zerg. He used to be Chancellor Zerg. Before that, he was Senator Zerg. And, like, if you don't watch yourself, he just becomes, like, Woody, I mean, we know you're the sheriff, but, like, are you going to be an emperor? Like, what's your deal? I'm just sheriff, because it says sheriff, and this doesn't come off. That's the issue. Uh, I guess that makes sense, I guess. But I don't want to have a staff meeting right and now. And from the hallway, you hear mom yell up, I'm helping her brush her teeth and then I'll be in, but go in the bed and lay down. Back to position. Everyone Choose back to position. Choose the book that you down, want. Down, 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 down. Nobody was on the bed. Everybody down, down. And I dive off the bed and I'm signaling wildly to everyone to get off the bed. I'm working on my ship and here we come to something of a epistemological quandary mm -hmm. like do I, should i roll anything to like just sort of automatically reflex out what did we decide to jaws do? gave us a compulsion that we can resist you know with will basically your resistance number is higher than my resistance number. i see so you don't always have to flop so i will almost always flop and even if i roll to resist flopping it is very hard for me it is less hard for you to resist flopping you know i'm gonna flop i flop i flop by the box let me roll let me roll like you to get the sense I'd like to roll IQ, but like add a bit of a bonus just to get the sense that like Andy's coming and like or perception just to get a sense that I like heard that. And yeah, you can do IQ plus plus well plus one because you've been talking to the uh, that is a little. failure by five. Okay. Uh, so oh. I don't understand any of this. Yeah, you don't understand any of it. So in that case, I am going to resist my yeah. flopping. Uh, so I'm going to roll. I'm rolling against a nine, and if I if I succeed this resistance roll, this might become a very different movie. Very yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Uh, I don't though. Uh, you, I I fail. Oh, yeah, yeah. I fail to resist the compulsive flops. Yeah, I compulsively flop. So you kind of like for a minute, you sort of think that like maybe you should stay sentient and talk to this uh, supreme leader that they have. But at the very last minute, you see that all the toys have like gone. To, especially some of them have like tucked themselves into the toy chest and into corners and under the bed. And you realize, yeah, I probably should just go along with things. Yeah, for, I, from your perspective, it probably looks like this is a threat of extreme danger. Right. Everyone is hiding or like acting dead. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, it's disturbing, but I go ahead and flop. Yeah. So you just kind of flop where you are. Yeah. Um, and Andy comes into the room and uh, goes to his bookshelf and picks out a book that he wants to read with his mom. And he turns on the light by his bedside and he goes, huh. It's funny. I thought he was in the box, but I guess maybe somebody took him out when we were downstairs. And the then box is covered in tape. The box tape. is covered in tape, which 
Yeah, Andy doesn't really notice that. He just kind of like knocks the box ass. to the side. He's had a lot in his mind. Dad left. He has this cool new toy. Yeah. So He's moving in like a week. It's confusing. And you're up on the bed with him. So he crawls into the bed and he makes room for mom and like kind of snuggles up to the side of the bed. And then he tucks you into the covers right next to him and gets the book open and just kind of starts reading it. And in like five minutes or so, mom comes in. Oh, it took me forever to get your sister to go down. Good grief. All right. Which book did you choose? And you guys spend a little time just reading through uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog together. This is one of his favorites. Hmm. And you're this enormous human. Would, would I normally be up there with him? You would normally be up there with him. And he didn't. He didn't. Look he didn't notice that me. you were on the ground. Okay. I love that it's Clifford the Big Red Dog because it's like Buzz is just thinking like these enormously sized creatures enjoy <laughs> enjoy tales of similarly disproportionate <laughs> creatures. I'm, I learn much of this culture every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you're uh, so you're getting a little introduction, and the the illustrations are terrifying because the dog is almost the twice three times the size of Emily, the little girl. Yeah, those things took over Sector Six in like a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's some there's. Oh, I didn't give you flashbacks. I probably should have. One, one of the emperors, one of the emperor's most fiendish designs. But you realize as you read through this book that the humans have found a way to tame them. Holy crap! Like they seem to respond to the humans commands and 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 hand signals so clearly well i'm gonna roll like you i mean i'm gonna take that as a given but i'm gonna maybe extrapolate a couple things i i fail only by one mm-hmm. uh and not to lobby too hard but i think i'm getting the sense here that like okay this guy's andy and this is the dominant life form and andy is clearly With good reason they're huge right yeah they're <laughs> yeah. enormous and they've tamed the giant dogs and they've tamed all of the toys including that dick sheriff and like you know it's like they they've clearly like dinosaurs have been shrunk they have an entire army of people that are under their command and like easily boxed away. Like they're also very warm. Oh yeah, I when do feel like this is nice. Yeah, that's nice actually. But it, it it's I think that not only do I think that they're in charge, but I think that like Andy is in charge because he has who I can only presume to be his larger and older concubine reading to him yeah. as a source of entertainment. Like he has these people under his thumb. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and when she when they're done reading, he he. Uh, there's a ritual where she is uh, expected to give him a kiss on the forehead before mm-hmm. he, before she leaves. This mm-hmm. clearly is a sign of fealty. See, I think that I also sort of like the idea that Buzz Lightyear was like stolen from his parents at a young age to begin Space Force training. And so like he never really knew a mother's love. So he just sort of assumes that this is some sort of like different situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. But uh, but he's clearly it's like, OK, this Andy guy's in charge. But do I ever will I ever dare to actually address him? Because I fear that he could with but a word. Wipe me out of existence. Yeah. Where do you put my ship? Uh, you can't really see it. He okay. can't. He was sort of a little unceremonious with it. Mm. It kind of got like shoved to Intriguing. the side. Intriguing to treat a spaceship with such like lack yeah, of care. Yeah, there were some expensive electronics on that. That suggests like either a very careless uh, being or one again that has sort of like extremely supreme power. And I'm I'm sort of leaning towards the latter at this point. Yeah, like spaceship pa. Right, right, done. Doesn't has no need. All right, I get it. So as uh, as this this larger being is leaving, this larger being turns the light out and uh, heads out into the hallway and closes the door. (laughs) And Andy suddenly goes into some sort of not cryo sleep, but like some sort of possibly resting. Just powers down. You're not sure what's. Uh Does he not understand regular sleep? I don't know. Do you? Roll to understand because sleep. you don't sleep. I know. I mean, I, 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 I literally just came into existence. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, I don't know. Well, you what don't I was... think you did. You have memories, right? He, you have like mm-hmm. a I do have whole memories. Memories. Yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, I succeed. Yeah, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so what you learn is that 
humans need to recharge their batteries. Gotcha. This, from from Buzz's perspective at this point, this is like the Odyssey and this is the Cyclops. Essentially. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I clearly see why Andy's in charge and why all the other toys like, you know, I'm like, okay. And I also think I get from what Woody said when they refer to him as like, he's a nine year old boy. I just think like, I, I do think I sort of understand like, oh, he's like extremely powerful, but sort of, I do understand. I think that he's early in his life cycle. So like, if this is sort of the dominant guy, we might be here a while. Right. You know, like, this right. is like a, yeah. Yeah, he's clearly like incubating. Yeah, right. Next he doesn't reach his full four. He's only going to get bigger. I know. When Jesus. more dangerous. So oh, you better, boy. you're going to have Yikes. to like make friends with him. Yeah, that's a good Get point. him on your side soon okay. when he's small. All right. Well, I too am going to like do whatever Buzz Lightyear's equivalent is of briefly resting or yeah. at least not, you know. Like, yeah, Buzz goes maybe into like a meditative state. Yeah, exactly. Woody, it's the middle of the night. You're on the floor. What's up with that? Do I have to roll against my compulsive flopping to move around while he's asleep? Not once he's asleep. Okay. It's only when they're active and they come into the room. Do I have to roll against my compulsive flopping to do something that will put me in a different position? Nope. Okay. So you're, I, you're pretty, you know that Andy sleeps pretty hard. He snores and he's out. So you're yeah. good to move around. I get myself up mm -hmm. and I'm going to climb on the bed mm -hmm. and tuck myself where I would normally be right under his little chin shoulder area and the bed with my feet under the covers. And okay. Yeah. Right between his little hands. Yeah. Wait, see, but I'm here, right? Or am I on the other yeah, side? Yeah, you're there. You're on the other side. Okay. So I go to the opposite side. Yep. I'm going to roll perception to see if I notice this. Yeah. Because I could, I very well might not. Right. I don't, but just barely. Failure by one. I succeed in my climbing and I, do I need to roll stealth to not wake him? Yeah. Oh, well, my stealth isn't that good, but presumably he's sleeping hard. He's sleeping hard. Yeah. Okay. So, so roll stealth plus two. That's a success. All right. So you crawl across his body and tuck yourself in on the other side of his arm. So he's now got Buzz on the right and Woody on the left. Yeah. And then nice. you guys just hang out there for the evening. Yeah. I'm, I'm now I feel safe and tucked in. All right. I cuddle in. Andy gets a little restless during the middle of the night and kind of rolls over onto Buzz for a little bit, then rolls over onto Woody for a little bit. And, <laughs> and then the morning starts to brighten the sky and the sun starts to come up. And you can see out the window, which is open, that there's birds that are starting to land on the power lines. Hmm, like everything else, larger than one would hope. And you notice the birds here are huge, too. Yeah. And um, the alarm clock that is sitting on the nightstand table mm -hmm, that has mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. cowboy boot and a lasso on it, on the face... Um, Boy, howdy! It is one Boy, of those... Boy, howdy! Yeah, it's one of those old-school ones that has, like, the ding-a-ling-a-ling... Oh. That goes off and uh, roll. Um, you know that this is going to happen, but yeah. roll fright check, Buzz. Oh, success by a bunch. Success by a bunch. Yeah. yeah. So, th so there's some sort of like weird torture device that they use to wake themselves. Like, to, right. To go from it's not like natural. You know. Yeah. This is not a normal <laughs> weird torture. <laughs> I mean, I might know. You know, it's it's it's. I, I think it's an I think it's an alarm. I think it's an alarm, and I think, oh man, maybe that's like the Galactic Alliance getting back to me. Yeah, it could. Like, be. I think I think it's sort of all about me. You know. Uh, yeah. But once I see, so I want to. I just want to uh, do a quick IQ to understand that this is. Then alarm clock. Yeah, okay. Uh, I fail by one, but like, I don't know how difficult that so is. So like, you notice it's some sort of like waking device. And it's probably for Andy, but other yeah, than that, I don't Yeah, it's probably for Andy, not probably for you so much. And you realize it definitely is for Andy when he rolls over on top of you to reach over Ooh. and like smash it so that it stops. Interesting. And then he kind of like stays sort of on top of you and kind of goes back to sleep for a little bit. And then you hear outside the, the larger human being go, Andy, it is time to get up. We have got to get you ready. Let's go. And he grunts and groans and he kind of rolls out of bed and grabs some uh, clothing out of his 
desk or, or his bureau drawers and then heads toward the bathroom. Hmm. And you guys realize that. Now I look over face at Face off. Yeah. You don't have to have any concern for me, Sheriff. This suit is pressure rated for far larger creatures than no, this. No, no concern. I just want to let you know how things operate around here. And one of the things is that the bed at night is mine. That's where I sleep. You can sleep in that box over there or on the floor or under the bed. Those are all perfectly good places for you to sleep. Understood, Sheriff, but I did not choose to stay here last night. No, I get it. I'm not blaming you. I'm just letting you know going forward. Am I to defy the will of your Chieftain Andy if I must in order for you to... I'm the chief. And from under the bed you hear, Buzz! 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 Who's that? Calling for who, who is it? Yes. It's it's Rex. Rex is trying Rex. to get. Buzz's oh, hello, attention. Rex. It's just Rex. He's fine. Don't worry. Uh, Buzz, I I noticed that you have some um some great repair skills. I could really use your assistance. Why, certainly, my friend. I will be right down. And so I um jump down. I've got uh, great repair skills. And you see that uh, Rex has one of his his favorite storybooks, The Land Before Time. Of course. And there's a page that's like ripped in the center that's sort of hanging on by a thread and. He's hoping that you'll be able to fix this for him. Well, hand me that bonding strip, Rex, and I will see what I can do. And he does so. And I see what I can do. Just roll your decks to see if you can get it so that the letters line up and the, the code isn't broken. Success by one. Yeah. I, I climb down and I'm like, you know, the, the shtick is cute, but it's called tape. It's getting a little bit old. Tape. Hmm? The whole space names for everything. Just give it a rest. You can't be on 24-7. Tape. I like it. That is a more efficient word. And then Ham comes over and says, hey, I'd like to show you some of the, the technical abilities that our planet has to offer. And oh, takes certainly. You over to oh, the, now you're doing it? The RC racetrack that they have, the like loopy-loop racetrack. Intriguing. And, yeah, and shows you kind of how that works. And This plastic, while of low quality, shows a certain lack of manufacturing, or a certain manufacturing ability that I've not yet seen on this planet. How large is Andy's room? Andy's room is about like a nine foot by 12 foot. Oh, I was asking Ham. Oh, oh, oh Ham. The uh, name of the planet. I, I'm now sort of curious where this RC truck could have come from. Yeah, so Ham says, well, there's a there's a great beyond, beyond. Oh, my. Well, perhaps they will Wait. know how to fix my ship. Roll IQ to know what the heck Ham is talking about. Ham is sort of playing along with, oh, with okay, Buzz okay. and is trying to find a way to just I succeeded talk about, my IQ, so I, I realized yeah, that he's you, playing Yeah, you get along. that, like, Ham's sort of making a joke, but, like, also kind of trying to be endearing. Ham, don't encourage him. I think it's funny. He's a, he's kind of a funny guy. Yeah, it's going to get old real quick, trust me. <laughs> well, maybe for some of us that have been pushed off the bed. Oh, sick burn. The Etch-a-Sketch <laughs> writes. Etch-a-Sketch just says sick burn. <laughs> um, um, the the Mike that you tried to contact oh, yes. uh, hyperspace. Any about, updates, Michael? He, he comes across with... Michael. Michael. Oh, he, he kind of... Um, it puts up two little stars on either side of the screen, like he's blushing when you say that. Okay. Uh, and then and then comes back and, and says, no signal available. Well, keep at it. That's to be expected. I was pushed quite far off my flight path, it seems. Mm-hmm. All right, so I decide to try and play his game for a little bit. Okay. Because I f- I'm starting to feel that my resistance has alienated me from the group. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have a better chance of showing him up by playing along. So I'm like, so, Buzz... What was it that pushed you off your flight path? Well, Sheriff, I'm afraid I don't quite know. The readings on the ship have thus far been inconclusive. Oh, so it's just you're not a very good pilot, basically, is what I'm getting? I'm going to roll um, gullibility again. And this time I succeed, and I get his tone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm an excellent pilot. Oh, yeah? Well, crash landed here. 
Don't even know what pushed you off your path. The ship is an auto flight system. I oh, so they didn't even trust you to pilot it. Well, they don't trust any of the space rangers to pilot it because you need to be mm. in, in cryo sleep and you need to hypersleep and and well, it, it's well, it's much too ex- it's much too technical to explain to a local lawman. Perhaps okay. Andy will understand me better. <laughs> Sometimes automated solutions are the best ones. If I didn't have my automated spaceship, I'd be tempted to go and take out Emperor Zurg himself. But my discipline stops me from any rash maneuvers that might put the galaxy at risk. So you don't even know if your Space Federation uh, didn't intend to crash land you here. They're the Galactic Alliance. Maybe this is what they wanted for you. Captain's Log. Could it be true? Has my mission changed without me being informed? Very disturbing if so. And if so, what is my purpose? Am I to bring this Andy over to my side? With a mighty giant like him, we could perhaps destroy the Emperor's secret weapon without firing a shot or risking more of our brave soldiers. Must think of this later. Click. Your ideas are intriguing, Sheriff. I see I have misjudged you. You have a better grasp of space politics and strategy than I would have thought possible. Well, I know politics, Hmm. so I think you'd be best advised not to mess with me. Understood, Sheriff. You are brash and unpleasant, but I can't deny that you are a worthy foe in many respects. I, I go back to uh, repairing yeah. my ship. I, f- I feel very pleased. This is the first time I've seen him actually thrown off his guard, and yeah. I take mental note of that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that sticks with me, man. I think it's entirely possible now that the sheriff said that. Yeah, now, I mean, now that I think about it, like, you it, know, yeah. it's like, but what am I to do? Like, I, I, Michael, any further orders from command? Nothing yet, sir. All right. Thank you. Keep at it. I go, um, I go up to, what, what's the name of the actual machine? Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Mm-hmm. Which which one do you want? The cassette player or the... The, the guy who's giving him the messages, which is the little that's, scroll that's text. That's Mr. Right? Spell. Mr. Spell. Mm-hmm. But he's been calling him Michael, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, yes, of course. I Michael Spell. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Spell. I got confused. But yeah, he blushes right. again with a little asterisk. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, um, I, uh, I go up to him and, and I'm like, ah, I, I like that you're playing uh, this little game with Buzz. Can I suggest some messages to send him? Just Just a... To really make his game more exciting? Mr. Michael Spell says, might have found my purpose. Please give messages. Oh, yeah. I'm way ahead of you, buddy. And I'm going to roll. Actually, I'm not going to voluntarily roll right now. So now you you can, Spell is able to put up any message that he wants on his screen Mm -hmm, at any mm -hmm. time. But you can also input messages by pressing the buttons. Oh, I don't even need to ask him permission. I can just You can just <laughs> command his screen. You can override and take over the screen. Just But you only have a the thing is is that you only have a second to put a couple of words in before it takes that and says if you spelled it correctly or not. Oh, that's fascinating. So this is going to be an well, IQ roll and a dex roll if you're going to try to pull this off. Okay. IQ and a dex roll to type in to like force him to to say what I want him to say. Yeah, no, for you to be able to type it fast enough yeah. and with in a way that Buzz understands what you're spelling. But he has a will of his own and can put up messages that he wants to put up. He can if no one is using him. If you're using him, he reverts to what the toy's function is. Right, right, right. But it sounded like he was willing to just put up what I told him. Can I get them for yeah, free? Yeah, because he's thinking you're inputting it for him to send out. Okay. He's able to speak of his own volition, but he won't put things up for other people. Okay. He's a speller. He's yeah. got to make sure it's correct. So I'm going to... I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. and I'm still keeping him on my side. I'm okay. like letting, like I'm letting him think that I'm playing along with the game. Okay, and I and I'm input, so I have to roll Dex and IQ to yeah, do this. Yeah, to be able to to know that you're typing it correctly and to be able to type it fast enough. Okay. Do you have any skills that you could lobby as maybe giving you a bonus? Also, maybe if you keep it simple, that might be helpful. I have electronics operation for the speak and spell. Mm-hmm. 
but it's not any better, so it doesn't help me. Okay. Um, not to lobby God on behalf of somebody who is actively trying to fuck my character. <laughs> but I do think that, like, if he has electric operation, speak and spell, he's, like, pretty good at it. Yeah, you don't have to do two you rolls. Know? Just roll your, your electronic operation for speak and spell. Okay, perfect. So that subverts me needing to do two rolls, even yes. though it's slightly worse than one of the rolls. But that's You fine. could extra effort it if you want to. Extra effort? Okay, I'm definitely extra okay. efforting this. How, how much can I get into one message? You can maybe get two words okay. before, it, before it intakes it as a possible entry. Okay, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to roll extra effort and then electronics operation on all of these. First my will roll. That is a failure. Okay, no bonus. Just <laughs> picturing Tom Hanks, like, like really psyching himself up. <laughs> getting tired. <laughs> and um, If toys could sweat. That's a success on my electronics operation. Okay, so what is the first, first two-word phrase that you're going to put in? Alliance message, colon. Okay, and you're going to need to get Buzz's attention before you do this, too, or as you do yeah. this. So I say it, and I'm like, Buzz, Buzz! And what I is point it? point to the screen, and I point to the screen. And it says? It says, Alliance message, colon. I gasp. <gasps> what? What's uh, the message? Now you're gonna have to come up with an excuse for why you're pressing keys at this point, because now Buzz is watching you. Hold on, let it, let me calibrate him to the right signal. Of course, like. of course. You're full of surprises, Woody. I didn't realize that you had skilled transmission. Could have told uh, you that that's earlier. That's a success on my will roll, so I've got a plus one to the next roll. Uh, that is a <laughs> failure on my electronics operation by one. Ooh, Wait, even okay. with the bonus, even with the bonus, oh. it's a failure by one. So what were you gonna what were you gonna type? Uh, the next two word phrase was going to be local sheriff. <laughs> Instead of local, <laughs> you accidentally type loco sheriff. <laughs> loco sheriff? Yeah. <laughs> I'll accept it. <laughs> Moving on to the next two word phrase. <laughs> when Buzz, you see it says. Message seems a bit garbled. I certainly don't speak Spanish, so I, just, I, I think I get, the, I get the gist of it, I think. Okay, another will roll. That's a success on my will. Uh -huh. And now for my electronics operation. Oh, it's another failure. <laughs> okay, what were you going to type? In charge. <laughs> um, it says the message comes across as loco sheriff in change. I don't. I don't understand, <laughs> Woody. I, I, I. They seem to be referring to you, but I don't understand what I'm to do with this. Um, and and Ham goes loco sheriff. Boy, they get that part right. He's crazy. Interesting. <laughs> Perhaps I am to arrest you. Perhaps that's my mission. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to adjust here. Dig yourself in deeper. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to adjust here. So I keep going, no, there's there's more. Let me let me adjust the calibration. Yes, yes, I'll wait. This is so witty. Uh, okay, success on the will roll. You okay? Yeah, you're getting tired there, buddy. Failure on the electronics operation. I was going to say of plans. By how much did you fail? Failure by two. By two, okay. Um. Oh, it says... Loco sheriff in change of planes. Uh, I'm going to roll IQ. <laughs> and succeed on the button. So I think I my what I would read that as if I'm Andy is like, okay, that's probably local sheriff. Yeah. And he's in charge of my ship now. Yeah. Or like in charge of like or, or, of whatever the Air Force situation is here. Yeah, he's got he's got local Air Force knowledge. Like maybe he could help you with the ship a bit. Well, sheriff, I was wrong to doubt you. I have been you've been given <laughs> operational control of whatever anti-air uh, operation that we are running here on this planet. I I'll believe, take it. <laughs> I believe you're right that we've been, that I've been sent here in order to assist, but you have control. So what we need to do is figure out what local forces here are aligned with Zerg, and I will help you complete your mission in any way you see fit. And then perhaps the Alliance will finally send me away to get home and continue my primary mission to Sector 12. And, and I come over and I put my arm around him, and I put a hand on his chest and I say... 
Oh, yeah. We'll send you home, all right. We'll send you home. <laughs> Thank and you, Sheriff. I appreciate that. After that incredibly uh, adorable moment, you hear Andy's mom coming upstairs. It sounds like she's headed toward Andy's room. It's at the end of the hall. I don't resist my... I mean, you're in charge. I don't resist my compulsive flop, so... Yeah. I'm like, everybody... To, IQ to remember how far we were when from where we last. Yeah. I, psh, I fail. I have no idea. Like, just, oh, I don't remember where we last were. Just everybody down. Everybody, yeah, everybody down. And, and I go down. the room flops. Yep. Um, and Andy's mom comes in. And she goes, oh, that kid, he just can never pick up his toys. And she scoops up all of you and deposits you all into the um, <laughs> Yeah, in this cat. universe, every child is actually really good at putting their toys away. <laughs> yeah. They just keep coming out. <laughs> keep coming back out. <laughs> and the kids are like, but mom, I swear. And she's like, no more excuses. So all of you are now packed into the toy chest. What? It actually has a wonderful view of humanity. Children are very inherently disciplined <laughs> right. and truthful. Right, right, right. It's right. the toys that keep fucking them. <laughs> I bet that was, I wouldn't shock me if that was like part of the initial pitch. Yeah. Or like, like whichever of like the four guys who like came up with the story. Because it's funny, the story credits like a bunch of people. Yeah. And they're just like sitting around talking. Just like one of them's like, it would be funny. Like my kid never puts his shit away. But like, what if it's not his fault? You know? I did not, I did not realize until the rewatch uh, this morning and prep for this that Joss Whedon is one of the yeah. main writers of yeah. Toy Story 1. The robot ate my homework. Also, in the rewatch, <laughs> it, it'd been a long time since I, I, I've seen this movie. I was certainly aware that it it doesn't look good compared to modern CGI movies. No. Mm -hmm. Like modern CGI movies, most of them look beautiful. They are yeah. they are so visual. Like the form has become so visually gorgeous. This first movie is just clawing to stay not horrifying. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of, um, and I know I've said this multiple times, but it's such a good reference point for me. It reminds me of the first Harry Potter Quidditch game. Oh, it's awful. And it's then awful. <laughs> and the owl in the opening credits and you're it's like, awful. is that a blob or an owl? Or like the first broom accident where it's just like Neville flying all over the place and you're like, that looks terrible. But when we saw that, I mean, I remember when I saw that, I was floored. I was like, oh my God, the Quidditch match was so cool. Like mm. he was like doing all kinds of crazy tricks. And well, like, like when I was a little kid and I saw Star Wars Episode One, mm -hmm. it looked amazing. Amazing. And yeah. now you go back and look at those you're textures like, and you're like, <laughs> I mean, Star Wars Episode One still looks incredible for late '90s CGI. Yeah. Like no one was doing that well for another ten years. But like, yeah, you can immediately tell that that CGI just doesn't look right. Some parts are better than others. What really, like, when I last saw episode one, what really got me was how bad the, like, Gungan fight scenes are. at the Like, the big, yeah. like, Gungan versus droid fight at the end is, like, it looks not even like a good video game. Like, it looks like a video, video game that was, like, before episode one came out, almost. Like, it's really bad. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I've given this spiel on, on Mike before, but there's a whole era from, like, 96, I'm going to say, to about 2008 of movies that are just not going to be watchable yeah. going forward because they started to rely a lot on CGI that at the time people thought it looked good and now it just looks garbage. And I think it looks a lot less watchable for me than movies from five, ten years before where right. it was just pre-CGI. Like, for, like, for instance, the Star Wars, re, you know, when the 97 CGI tune-ups of those, not like late 90s CGI for me were, looks a lot worse than model work from the 70s and 80s. That's what I was going to say. Like Blade Runner to me stands as like a paragon of excellent practical and model work yeah. that like still looks really, really good. Yeah. There's very little. I don't know if there's any CGI in that movie. 
I, I love the idea that like this is in the toy box and this is just like the shark and the snake are just like talking it's about like intense like, movie it's just like and we're just and we said like sheriff is it always like this in here like what is, is this what they talk about because you're right Woody kind of always looks like he's coked out like yeah. Yeah. the eyes are like some of, really some of the animations just clearly they feel to me like YouTube like fan animations now compared mm-hmm. to what a you know what a Pixar animation from nowadays looks like and some of the shots like lo- like Andy's face looks horrifying which is awful because we're like totally dissing on like some incredibly like groundbreaking yeah. hard work that oh, people did oh I mean but... and it blew me away when I saw it in theaters I, I was like I can't believe this and but... it really does it's interesting how it changed and it's incredible what they were doing because you know nowadays for to build complex CGI we have Tools. Computers that do it. Well, it was still computers, but <laughs> well, but they were humans that were setting all these parameters that yeah, now are well, like automated. To to get these shots, they were building these tools as they went. Nowadays, you know, the artists don't have to be coders at all. They're right. just working with software that does all of this for them. And occasionally, they'll be like, "Ooh, I can't get the shot," and like send it down to software. By the way, I, I in college, I took a CGI course, and I had to build a ray tracer from scratch. How long did it take you? And it took me. Two weeks, and it oh could only do... And first of all, I was doing what had been done by other people. Right. And I, it could only do the most basic. It barely worked. Yeah. It's just a different level of difficulty in what they had to work with and how much work it was to get every shot compared to what people are working with now. I mean, time is a wicked mistress. <laughs> yeah. Or master. Um, but, yeah, so this is all... This discussion is happening. Like, <laughs> you clearly learn that, like... Mr. Shark, well, like, doesn't really do a ton of other things. It's like a vast, like, huge filmic knowledge. Likes movies from the future. He's great. He's, yeah. Uh, he also yeah. thinks that Andy's face is horrific, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, well, he's a shark, you know? Yeah, no. they're, they're very different. Good point, not aquatic shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of, you know, like, he he's has some weird sort of alien adaptations that he doesn't need to be in the right. water. Right. But yet he can also go in the water. Um, and you, meanwhile, hear a bunch of, like, loud noises outside of the toy chest. There's like some wrestling sounds and some bumping sounds and things that are being pushed into like tubs and then closed. Do you want to try to take a look or do you wait until it's done? I wait until it's done. Okay. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to resist my impulsiveness. Okay. Or attempt to, uh, I fail by one. So I'm going to very carefully poke my head out Mm because I'm curious. Roll perception. Uh, success by two. It looks like mom has the, well, well, this other character, this like larger human, has um, who Andy calls mom, has been uh, maybe packing his stuff a little bit early. Mm. There's a there's the the comforter's gone, the like sheet that was over the bed is gone, the lamp has been taken away, um, the posters have been taken down, and she has stepped outside the room to grab something really quick and is coming back in. Hmm, strange, sheriff. I heard the so-called moving day where Andy Wait, made- is it moving day today? No. Okay. But I've, I've, I think I've heard about it enough mm-hmm. from this point, and I'm just sort of like, okay, the larger life form is, you know, going to take us to a separate area of this planet that the pig calls the beyond the beyond. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, I've am i been sort of told that there's nothing to worry about. Obviously, I'm a little bit concerned, but it's not like a huge deal. Right. Uh, so, I, I, Sheriff, is there a chance that moving, so-called moving day may occur earlier than we originally scheduled? I don't think so. Is there a chance? Roll a two. No, moving day is moving day. It's been set in stone for months. Hmm. Strange. What do we think is going on out there? And I tell him what I saw when mm-hmm. I poke my head out. Okay, now I'm doubtful. I poke my head out. Roll perception. Success perception. Yeah, so you see that she's stripped everything in the room. It is now starting to put things back, but they don't look like they did before. They're like different colors, and there's like dark blues and greens and purples, and there's maybe a poster of like planets on the wall. Hmm. 
There used to be one of you like riding your horse with a lasso. IQ to know what's going on. Yeah. I fail by a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it must be part of moving day. Yeah. When when moving day happens before moving day, mm-hmm. you have to put pictures of planets on the walls. Yeah. So you know where you're going, which planet you're going to land on. That certainly yeah. makes sense to me. That's the most logical thing I've heard since I've gotten mm-hmm. here. And now you look up into the ceiling and there's these like stars that she put on the ceiling. Okay. Maybe an homage to you. There, the, yeah, because I'm uh, I'm a big star. You're a sheriff. And, and uh, yeah, there's well, there's a star in my chest. It's a tribute. Meanwhile, I think that like he is actually preparing this room to become a spaceship and <laughs> to like, fly us to the next. Place. Yeah, well, I mean, I just like this is like oh man, like you know, I know I'm supposed to like help the sheriff with the planes based on what that message said, but like this could be really helpful in terms of like destroying emperors or exalted weapons. Don't like, worry, I'll take care of moving day. It's just a matter of getting everyone in the right place at the right time. Well, but sure, if this this could change everything. I mean, this could save the Galactic Alliance. I, I, a planet that can be flown. Why, Emperor Zerg would not know what hit him. Oh, by the way, you need to make sure that everybody has their moving buddies. Okay. Roll leadership. Big success. Who am I, who am I making Buzz's moving buddy? No, I, I already, uh, Bo, Bo Peep and I already discussed it. She will be my moving buddy. Mm, that doesn't sound right to me. Well, that is sure the decision not... that we came to together. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm the person who decides the moving buddy. I believe that you are with the sheep. Mm, nope, nope, nope. That's not right. No, that is what we discussed. I, I, and that is I'm my understanding. Sure that's not right. Yeah, Sheriff, um, your only remit over me involves the, uh, I believe, planes. Was Yeah, the what do you think is getting us to the moving day? Touche, Sheriff Woody. Yeah. Well said. No. Uh, it's an alphabetical thing, and Bo Peep and I are on opposite sides of the alphabet, so we're together, I, and you, Buzz, are with the sheep. That I have several issues with this system, but if this involves planes, then what you say goes. Come, sheep monstrosity. And I suppose you really are dangerous if they need a space ranger to look after you. Yeah, yeah, you make sure that that thing doesn't uh, bite anyone. You know? Of course. I mean, it's a three-headed sheep. It's like... Basically right. a Hydra. Guards the, yeah, guards yeah. the gates of heck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you uh, complete this uh, argument over who is who's moving buddy, uh, which makes Ham just roll his eyes, mom finishes with what she's doing in the room. So I, I yeah, I come out of the box. Mm-hmm. I take a look around. Mm-hmm. Everything seems normal. She's Except just retur- returning the room to its space form. Everything is Buzz Lightyear. The lamp is now Buzz's ship. The bedspread is now a picture of Buzz to infinity and beyond. There's posters of planets all over. Son of a light up stars on the ceiling. Curious. Perhaps <laughs> this means that Andy has chosen me as the supreme leader of this room. Um, I'm merely theorizing. Yeah. No, that's a great theory. Um, IQ to know what this means. Yeah. I still fail, but do I have a bonus based on the fact that it's pretty obvious? I mean, you don't know that, like, what it'll mean for the far-reaching future, but you know that at the moment... That Andy has a new favorite. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Woody. Okay. Okay. We can handle this. And in we fact, uh, Slinky Dog comes up, and you, comes up to you and says, you're still my favorite. Don't uh, put me out to pasture too soon, Slinky. <laughs> Been through worse than this, that's for sure. You hear Andy come running in. He's, uh, you don't know where he's been, but he's downstairs again. And mom says, hey, Pizza Planet tonight? And he goes, oh, yeah, cool, Pizza Planet. And she says, remember, you can only take one toy. Just one toy. That's real interesting. That's I'm going to roll to see if I hear this. I don't believe I'm a toy, per se. Uh, I succeed my perception by one. Yeah, you're not a toy. This doesn't apply to you. But yeah. I did hear Pizza Planet. Yeah. The thing. Yeah, there's a planet like, that is made oh, entirely of pizza. Oh, okay. Well, I'm less interested. So, um, okay. Thinking fast. The lamp looks like his ship? Yeah, it does. And in fact, Bo Peep asked you if you could do some uh, handyman work over okay. on the shelf, her bookshelf. Oh, so I, I, turn to, I turn to Buzz and I say, 
See it? Didn't I tell you I was in charge of planes? And I point to the lamp. We got your new ship. Now that thing doesn't uh, doesn't have fuel rods yet. Seems like an oversight. <clears throat> we're working on it. Uh, we're having them shipped in from Delta Minor. And, Delta uh, Minor? Is that a real place? Let's see. I said that in character. <laughs> <laughs> I did succeed my Gamma Quadrant knowledge roll by one. Is, by one? Is Delta Minor a place I should Delta Minor is like way... Off galaxy backwater mining. There's like a small conglomerate of miners that are over there. Is it roughly so? We're in sector eight. <laughs> it's right named now. Delta Miner because mm-hmm. there's miners minor, on it. Mi- there's minor miners <laughs> on it. It's a it's it's a pretty impoverished sort of like a like straight up steel mill style community. What sector is it in? Thirteen. Mm, sector thirteen. But that would have to go through sector twelve. I don't understand. There has to be a closer supply. Nope. there isn't. Yeesh, well, that will take. That could take years. Yeah, it might take a while, but, you know, this is the closest we've got. And uh, in the meanwhile, as you can see, this uh, old version of the room is your kingdom. I think you should go under the bed and patrol that, because that's the area where the uh, the, the Zergites sometimes come in. Well, not yet, Sheriff, and I wish you would have mentioned the Zergites before, but I need to assist Bo Peep with her repair work on her bookshelf. Will you excuse me for a moment? And I'm going to go ahead and climb up there. Do you know that underneath the bed there are eight? ton of dust bunnies and that they move erratically with wind roll fast talk mm. and that's a success that's a failure <laughs> i succeed failure my I, I succeed my climbing to the bookshelf and i'm okay. there doing bo peeps like i got my i just keep the tape with me all the time now because i love this invention <laughs> yeah okay uh, and i'm you know what, what does she need repaired um she wanted some help on like one of the the things that holds the bookshelf up was getting a little bit loose so it was kind of wobbling a little bit which oh, she right. her, she was worried her sheep were endangered. Okay, well I will I will take care of that right away mm-hmm. using the only thing I know which is tape. <laughs> Andy just has all these like random like tape spots all over his room. <laughs> Nobody's noticing that the Nobody's room noticing. is slowly being yeah, covered in tape. Being covered in tape. <laughs> uh, okay, um okay, okay, think fast, think fast, think fast. I've got a few seconds he's uh, coming up, he's coming up. He's coming up. Describe the bookshelf that he's on. So it's it's uh, up against his desk. His desk is uh, under, pushed under the windowsill. The bookshelf is right next to it. There's kind of like a little swinging leap. You gotta grab the side of the bookshelf and like swing yourself over to get to it. Is there is there space like between the books that he could jimmy himself between and go behind? Uh, Bo Peep has cleared the books to the side so that this open little corner where he's working is free and clear. Free and clear, but then there's books somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's books that are further down the shelf. Okay, and so I'm gonna time this just right. Okay. So how, how much time do I have? Can I hear people? You coming? have a little bit of time. He's he's clearly like grabbing a snack downstairs or something. Okay. So okay, perfect, fine. What I'm going to attempt mm-hmm. is to tell him to just ask him nicely if he can go check behind those books to see if I left my my lasso uh, or something that he'll be more interested in, and and I'm going to try and time it so that he's back there looking right as. Andy walks in, and he gets frozen in place behind the books, where okay. Andy will never see him. Okay. And I'm going to be right in the middle of the rug. Gotcha. Roll IQ to time it? Yeah. Come on, buddy. Oh, fucking big failure. Oh, no. All right. Well, I think I'm timing it. I hear footsteps, mm-hmm. and I say, oh, you know what, Buzz? I just realized there was one fuel rod here left over from the last spaceman who came through. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it might be uh, on that shelf behind those books. Just give it, give a big long search. It, it could be back there. Uh, certainly, I'm happy to take a look. I wish you would have told me about the spaceman before, and also the zerglings that are under the bed and so forth. Yeah, uh, I could really be, use some help with those zerglings. You've been down withholding there. a lot of information, but I understand that the security clearances have changed with the decor, and uh, now I understand that I'm more trusted here. So, I also trust you, Sheriff Woody. So I will go back behind this book 
Facebook case oh, and great, look great. for Great, Give it a long, long search. I know it's well, dark it down there, will. but you got that Well, laser. fortunately, I glow in the dark. So You do? I do. Uh, so did you send him behind the bookcase? Yes. What, whichever, like behind the books or behind the bookcase, whichever I think will be like take him longer and be more hidden. He'll definitely get stuck if he goes behind the bookcase. Behind the bookcase. That's where I'm okay. sending him. Yeah, absolutely. These are some tight quarters back here, Sheriff. I can barely wedge myself in. Perhaps we should get... Uh, well, you don't want any loose fuel rods, do you? We should get someone perhaps a bit more slinky, like perhaps... Just take your... Uh, tr- retract, retract your wings. It'll be fine. Oh, well, I did, and I'm still stuck here. I guess if I... Uh, hmm, suck well, in I, your gut. I, well, it's I am, but within the suit, the suit is rigid. I'm actually quite ripped under this. I just never take my clothes off for unrelated reasons. Oh, shit. As you are wiggling back there, the something presses the button on the front of you and your wings open up and it kind of wedges you against one of the like struts on the back of the bookcase holding the, that they've nailed the back of the bookcase to and okay. then the wall itself. I'm going to try and extricate myself with my three strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And it's a pretty good roll, but no, it's but a no? failure okay. by four. Yeah, yeah. so you're kind of, you're just stuck back there with these wings hmm. that have sort of like half opened and they kind of have wedged you perfectly into place. Yeah, I'm coming right up, uh, Buzz. I'll uh, I'll help you out there. I just, uh, one second, we might have a freeze situation. I think I heard Andy coming, but as soon as, as soon as he's come by, we'll be right with you. Just and everyone stay Andy steady. Andy busts into the room. And we flop. Okay. Um, Andy looks around and... Uh, Opens, like, lifts up his bed covers. Ah, neat, thanks, Mom! And then looks under his desk and looks under his nightstand and looks into the toy chest. I'm lying arms open on the floor, flopped. (laughs) (laughs) And you hear him go, Mom, I can't find my Buzz toy. And she says, Honey, what? What do you mean? Maybe you left it in the car. No, Mom, it's not up here. You think it's in the car? Okay. And he does one last, like, cursory look over the, the room and says, One toy? And then he sighs and he grabs Woody and says, well, hopefully Buzz is in the car and then heads downstairs. All right. So now you. All right. All right. All right. Are going down into the the car with uh, Andy here. And I did it without being accused of murder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Buzz. You are wedged behind the bookcase. Yes, it's very uncomfortable. Um, Are you uh, interested in getting uh, help from others? Not yet. My pride is. Yeah, uh, yep. yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if I have so anything. So, what do you do to try to get yourself out of this? Um, Roll extra effort. See if that'll boost you up to a four <laughs> strength. Oh, well, I do have overconfidence, so I think I'm going to roll against that. And if I uh, resist my overconfidence, I will ask for help. Fair enough. But if not, I might be here all night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do not resist my overconfidence. So I'm like, well, this is just a matter of moving this way and pushing this button. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Yes, that one and this one. And perhaps I can laser my way Buzz, out, but my arm is jammed, and I don't want to be cause any. Buzz, where where are you? Uh, I'm back here looking for a fuel rod. Woody told me there was a fuel rod back a here fu- from when the last Woody. spaceman came through, and I can't find it, even though Buzz, I can glow in the dark. I don't think you're going to find a fuel rod back there. Well, it's it's certainly it's always in the last place you look, Bo Peep. <sighs> That's and... true, but it's probably not behind the bookshelf. There's probably just a bunch of dust bunnies. Well, there certainly are. Do you have any idea where the fuel rod might actually be? Because I, I do believe that uh, Woody's orders involve me getting this ship fueled before the other backup rods come oh, from Delta Minor. I'm just a lowly shepherdess. I don't really know much about ships. Or I find that fuel exceedingly rods. attractive, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, so. wow. Thank you, Mr. Lightyear. You're welcome. But are you planning on coming out anytime soon? Well, yes. It's just a matter of, well, once I find the fuel rod, I'll come out. But until then, no job left undone is undone. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's a saying from Sector 2. About doing things. They sound very logical in Sector 2. Well, they were until they were all wiped out by Emperor Zerg. 
Oh, that's awful. It was very bad. You have such an amazing history and story to tell, Buzz. I certainly do, but unfortunately much of it is classified, though. <laughs> Fair enough. And she looks down and says, hey, Slinky. And he goes, what? And she says, I think that Buzz might be stuck behind the bookcase. Can you assist him? I'm goes, merely looking thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, right you are, peep. And rounds the corner underneath the desk leg and looks into the space where you are currently wedged and says, are you stuck, Buzz? Well, I do trust you, segmented dog. Yes, I'm afraid I am. Okay, and slinky dog, okay, can do nothing to help you. Uh, he kind of like turns himself sideways and tries to like wiggle in. We get slinky dog stuck too. No, he manages to like wiggle his way back out. Uh, Buzz, it's a little bit tight for me. Just a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see if I can get Snake. Oh, Snake. That's a good call, Slinky. So Thank he you. Uh, heads over and grabs Snake. Robot is always going everywhere with Snake, and he's very concerned about the fact that Snake is going to put himself in danger like this. They are a cute couple. They're a very cute couple. And Snake comes wiggling through the crap. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Snake comes in, grabs onto uh, your leg, like kind of wraps himself around your leg, and starts to uh, tug. So give me a dex roll to see if you're able to kind of like wiggle yourself in a way that he can pull you out. Success by three. Nice. Okay. So Snake gives another like good tug and you manage to kind of turn your upper body in a way that your wings go parallel to the wall and you just slide right back out. Hooray. Well done, Snake. Thank you. Um, so as you're, uh, as you get pulled out, uh, you're now underneath the desk and Ham is in the corner and he goes, you better get going, Buzz. Woody, uh, Woody went with Andy to go to Pizza Planet without you, and I know that Andy wanted to take you. They're right outside right now. What will be the consequences if I do not follow the gods' orders? That would be really, really bad. Well, then I must away. Thank you, pig. I'm off. This miscommunication is a problem. I have to bring it up with the sheriff myself. But... Which way are you going? There is an open window. There is a door exit. And then there's another door that you don't know quite where it leads, but it's very dark inside. Door exit. Okay. Yeah. So you head out onto the landing of the upstairs. Yes. And you can hear uh, Andy yelling at his mom from outside. Which? How are you getting down from the landing? Gasp, the first beyond. Uh, <laughs> I notice there is some sort of convenient balustrade here. I would like to ride that down. Sure. So you like climb up onto the railing and well, slide. I, I attempt to. I mean, you can yeah. give it to me for free if you want, but I feel like this might be a bit of a tricky no, go, climb. No, go climb up. See if you can climb. Oh, I do. Well, I succeed, I succeed by uh, seven. Yeah. So you <laughs> climb up onto the top of the railing. <clears throat> And you slide all the way down to the bottom of the stairs, and it actually, like, kind of launches you. To infinity and beyond. Do you spread your wings out? Oh, yeah. Roll decks to see if you're able to sustain any sort of, like, sense of flight. On the button, I, I sustain a sense yeah. of flight. So, like, as you're um, coming in for a landing, you manage to land right side up and still running. And, like, there was a sense of, like, a little bit of a lift as you got towards the ground because of how air pressure works. <laughs> and um, you are running towards the front door, and you see that uh, Andy is getting into the car, and he's got Woody under his arm. Remarkable. I must follow. And so I run, and I want to just... I, I don't care about so stealthing. So Andy has shut the back door, but they, they, hmm. they're... they um, At the very back of the car, the hatch that's in the, the very back is kind of flopping open as the car is sort of rumbling. All right, I want to run and hop into the back. Sure. Anything I need to uh, do Give me a or? climbing roll. That is a success uh, by three. Oh, yeah. So you just like climb up, you jump in, and you land in the, the back seat. Uh, it's not the safest for you. I know that you're mm. kind of a, a safety guy. Uh, there's a lot of like loose material, and there's a tool chest back there, and mm. um, like a pool for noodle, a sweatshirt, and an old pair of shoes. Well, I uh, go to the pool for noodle. Okay. Uh, and use that as a improvised safety advice, just as they taught it in the academy. <laughs> okay, great. So you like create like a barrier around yourself exactly, with the pool yeah. for noodle. Great. 
I uh, I'm cuddled in. Where where does Andy have? Me? Woody, roll perception as Andy is getting you into the car. That is a failure by one. Okay, you don't see anything. Uh, where where has Andy put me? Is he is he holding me? Is he? Um, he just kind of like set you on the seat, and he's looking under the seat and stuff, trying to see if he can find where Buzz might be. I like without giving away any sense of motion, flop towards him. I'm just hoping to rekindle something. Okay. Oh, all right. yikes. Um, yeah. So, so uh, Andy says, Mom, I can't find Buzz. And she says, Honey, we'll look for him when we get back. But right now, let's just go have some fun with Pizza Planet, okay? You've been waiting for this all week. And he goes, Okay, Mom. And he like seatbelts himself in. And... She's like, Andy, you know who never took you to Pizza Planet was your dad. <laughs> and, and I'll uh, take you there every week. And um, he kind of holds on to, to you a little bit, like on the sort of in the crook of his arm and just uh-huh. sort of like is dejected and like looks out the window because he's concerned he lost his toy. Yeah, we're all concerned, buddy. Yeah. So the drive passes. Buzz, roll decks just to see if you can avoid any, like, massive accidents with massive the fact accidents. that you're not. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, just bump around. Uh, ooh, failure by one. By one. Okay, so uh, at one you point. You have a massive accident, apparently. <laughs> well, I do I do have my Fanoodle shield. You do. It's a four-car pileup. Right. Oh, Jesus. So at one point, the, um, car, the car stops really fast. Uh, his mom clearly, like, misjudged the distance. Um, and the, the marital distance yeah. <laughs> and uh, stomps on the, the brake really hard and you go flying into the back wall of the truck bed and the toy toy box comes at you oh. but like only lands next to you and like pins one end of the finoodle to the wall Oof. and then you sort of spend the rest of the ride there kind of like clanking against the, the back of the the truck bed mm, inside had, your finoodle. So it, it's it's kind of like jarring because you're just bouncing back and forth against the wall. I've had rougher rides than this. This, yeah. is, this is an adventure. And and uh, you inside the truck cab, you can hear Andy's mom saying, I wonder what that noise is back there. And then you arrive at Pizza Planet without any further incidents. Andy, when he gets up, is so excited that they're at Pizza Planet that he completely forgets to take you. He like jumps out the car door and like goes running in. Oh man, I want to play the arcade games. I'm so excited. I hope that they have a speed racer. And um, uh, what was a big video arcade game that was like from the 90s? Time Crisis. No. Big Time Buck crisis. Hunter. Big Buck Hunter. Tekken. Was Tekken one, right? Yeah, Tekken was around. Yeah. I hope they have Tekken. And mom, will you play me around in air hockey? I they really have Mortal Kombat 4. Kiba, Mortal Kombat. Your dad never let you play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but you will, right, Mom? I will. Yeah. Um, mom's the coolest mom. Mom takes a hit from her flask. <laughs> her, her vape pen. And then downs an Advil. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll Will to avoid depression. Yeah. That's a failure. Okay, so like, you, you're kind of sad. Yeah, no, that was Aww. that was it. He didn't even notice me. He I mean, didn't even he, didn't even care. He like had you in his arm. He'd rather go to Pizza Planet with no toys. Maybe he left me. you so that he wouldn't lose you too. That's a good point. It's probably that. Sheriff, are you up there? Uh, I understand that Andy wants business with me specifically. How the hell did Buzz get in there? <sighs> Hi, Buzz. That's what the pig told me. The pig? Yeah, yeah. the pig said that Andy wanted to uh, escort me to Pizza Planet. Well, this is Pizza Planet. It's possible that you've been supplanted in the chain of command. Yeah, it's possible. Well, uh, did Andy go inside? I must follow him. You are welcome to come, of course. This mission may involve um, planes. I don't think uh, this mission really matters anymore. No. He doesn't want to lose me. He's too worried. He's too worried he might lose me because he lost you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Buck up, buddy. Buck up. Yeehaw, boy, howdy. All right, Buzz. 
Where are you? I'm in the back, <laughs> Sheriff. In fact, I'm uh, perhaps a bit awkwardly pinned. <laughs> yeah, you can't uh, quite wiggle out of it. You're sort of belted in. I climb up and I, I take a look at him. There's a, the back of the cab has like a sliding window that you can get into the, the trunk part of it, or the, not the trunk, but like the back part of the truck bed. I climb down and I take a good look at uh, Buzz. <laughs> he, uh, he's expertly wrapped himself in a fanoodle, and the one end that would be pulled to let him free has gotten trapped behind the toolbox. What the heck did you do? <laughs> oh, it's a classic Sector 1 maneuver, Sheriff. Uh, basically using local materials as a additional shield. I'll teach you someday. But well, I could use your assistance to get me uh, out of here. I, this this is the first time that I've gotten stuck today. Certainly not the second time that I've gotten stuck today and required assistance from... Uh, this is a classic mission here, buddy. Classic mission. Escort. That's right. Yeah, you kind of need to get in there to protect Andy. Like, this is, you know, you gotta look after him. Yeah. Well, He's Sheriff, only a kid. You know the lay of the land. I will defer to you in terms of strategic decisions that need to be made. Excellent. The important thing is that we find Andy and save him from the risks of this so-called pizza planet in order to facilitate moving day and the plane-related mission that it involves so that I can get to Sector 12 and save the galaxy from Emperor Zerg, etc. Yeah. Roll, roll IQ to see how this is, this is... I mean, you're under a lot of stress and this, this delusion that he has. That's a failure on my IQ. But I, like, at this point... Do I have a sense that he actually believes the shit he's spewing? You're starting to realize that, like, he might authentically, like, this isn't really a game to him. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something on him now. Okay. Hey, uh, how powerful is that laser of yours? Oh well, it's uh, rated for uh, galactic level X, so it's galactic level X powerful. It can burn at a temperature of eight thousand degrees Kelvin. Like, what would it do if it went, like, into into my face? Well, you would be killed immediately. Really? Yes. Can I take a look at it? Sheriff. Just uh, show me this your This laser is not a toy. Uh, tr- roll fast talk. Yeah, failure by one. Sheriff, this is not to be meddled with by local law enforcement. This is a only may be used by the space ra- rangers, and even then only in moments of most dire emergency. It's a good tack, but you're probably not going to bust him on it. Mm. Um, I am still stuck here in my fanoodle. <laughs> you do have kind of a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Do you, would you like to practice your rhetoric, Sheriff? Yeah, oh. just laser your way out of the fanoodle, buddy. Buzz, roll, roll perception. I'm certainly not strong enough to pull you out of that fanoodle, but with your laser... Uh, I failed my perception by three. Yeah, never mind, you don't see anything. With your 8,000 degree laser, should be, it should be a cinch, shouldn't it? I suppose so. I am loath to damage the possessions of Andy. I fear the retribution might be dire. He is very large. But uh, if you are unable to move, well, could you try at least? Could you try? I yeah, don't I uh, roll acting to, yeah, I pretend to pull and. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's a fanoodle. It's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll my strength just to actually try and do it. Right. And I, yeah, no, I nope. fa- that's actually a crit fail, technically. Oh, really? Well, technically speaking, I mean, it's weird with like strength three, but like. Yeah, it, I'm not doing the 10 over with strength three. Uh, yeah, no, so it's, yeah, crit fail but because of the 10 margin, but it's not a crit fail. Right, right, it's just a failure. Yeah, we shouldn't be rolling it like right, that anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can't move it. So I'm like, well, I guess desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah. Uh, and so I go ahead and get my laser out and say, Sheriff, I'd advise you stay very far back. And I go ahead and aim carefully. Mm-hmm. And uh, you gave me accessory laser, but right. there's not. I don't really have laser skill because nope. why would I? Because it's not real. Because I'm a toy. Right. But I don't know that. But boy, yet. boy, you have that accessory um, laser. Fast draw laser. I'm gonna do that just there for you fun. Go. Okay. 
Uh, I succeed on the button. My nice. fast draw laser. Your laser once, comes right out. Because I want to impress the sheriff yeah, being looks... like, watch this thing. So it's like, it's cool the way I do it. Mm. And I just start blasting the finoodle. And it, yeah, roll Will, because like he does have kind of like a cool, it's kind of cool. Yeah, like you recognize it from your lassoing skill, right? Like he's got kind of some panache when he does this. That's a success. Kind of, you could maybe be friends at some point. Like you can at least respect his like, the hours he's put in to master the skills he thinks he has. I like that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm in, and I'm just getting freaked out by this finoodle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. The longer he, I'm really trying. I guess can I roll IQ to see if I think the laser is working? Like, yeah, absolutely. Because it could just be it's like oh, it just busted or whatever. I failed my IQ roll by one, so I leave it to you to decide what that um, means. Rather than the laser not working, you kind of wonder if this weird substance has properties that you were not aware of. Gotcha. It might be indestructible material. Hmm. The planet Andy's room is full of wonders. This this could be especially useful. We could build armaments about out of this material, and 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 even then, it wouldn't matter what weapon Emperor Zerg is cooking up in his evil, wicked brain. We would be indestructible, wrapped, clothed, if you will, armored in Fanoodle. You know Sector what? six can be retaken. The big red dogs destroyed. I worry. Sector about two can you. be repopulated again. Sometimes by me and Bo Peep. <laughs> I don't or think people. You're quite right like in the the stress has been getting to me i will yeah. admit it to you woody well i guess i'm stuck here until hmm perhaps we could find a giant life form another human if you will should i yell that could perhaps bring another person to our aid i don't think it's a good idea an enormous being capable of moving this finoodle this is not an area of all friendlies if you know what i mean real fast hug. <laughs> you seem blessed. big old failure <laughs> oh, I think it. I think it can't harm. Andy wouldn't have taken us uh, to a place of danger. Friendlies are actually a very aggressive alien from your planet. <laughs> oh, well, so that. Oh, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> now I'm confused. Here, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll. Um, in a weird way, I'm gonna roll against my compulsive flop to be able to like yell. Oh, okay. Like I want to verbally alert humans of my presence <laughs> so that they okay. can move the finoodle. Sure. Uh, but if I fail compulsive flop, I'm just unable to like. Yeah. Draw attention. What were you saying, Paul? Well, I'm now going through a dilemma in that. Yeah, I just I, I think I'm yelling loud, but I'm not actually yeah. yelling. Yeah. I feel very defeated. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I've rather than in the movie where it's a pure rivalry, I've kind of come to like Buzz a little bit. But I, I want to be chief of the roost and I want to be Andy's special boy. But when he just abandoned me in the car, he didn't even want to bring me when when I hit hit Buzz. I'm I'm feeling a little defeated, so I'm I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll on Will. Okay. I have two courses of action here. Mm -hmm. Either I bring Buzz along, mm -hmm. and I to a certain extent prepare myself to 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 pass the the baton to him, mm -hmm. and you know go off into the west, or I double down. I leave him here. So I'm going to roll Will, and I'm going to say that on that I'm rolling to resist my worst impulses. Yeah. And on a success, I free him and we go together. Sounds good. And that's a that's a solid success. Success by four. So I take. So you a realize that like maybe if you get buddy buddy with Buzz, you guys could like create a friendship that maybe Andy will even sense. Yeah. I I take a moment and and I put a hand on his shoulder, and I say, "Your mission was sent to me." From the the galactic headquarters, whatever. It's no, very important. Understandable. You are here to protect Andy at all costs, no matter what. Are you willing to devote yourself to that mission above everything else? I don't see how it involves planes, and I'll need 
Mr. Spell to give me a confirmation of that eventually, but for now, yes, I'm willing to do that if that is in fact my mission. Have you ever protected anyone before? Uh, Are you just an attack that, machine? That is a deeply insulting question. Uh, roll IQ. Yeah, big wow. success. Yeah, so, so you realize that the way that you're going to be able to get to Buzz is talking up the glory of what it is to be a private security force. Well, first of all, I need to know, what do you fight for? Are you just a soldier or are you a hero? Because I, I'm not a soldier, but I fight for what's right. I fight for the Alliance and for all its ideals. Peace, justice, brotherhood, space. That's and love? We, um, it's somewhere in the bylaws, yes, love. Describe love to him. Love. Love like, of society and space and honor and duty and justice. What about love of a boy that cares only about you? Someone who who you can be its joy, its pride, something to bring a smile to his face. Children are indeed important with the furthering of space society, yes. If you had something you cared about and 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 your bylaws said to, to abandon it, you had to, but you cared about that thing, it was in your heart to protect it, would you leave it there or would you defy your bylaws and, and, and love the thing that you're supposed to love? Sure. Because that's what's in your heart. If that time ever comes, I hope I have the strength to abandon what I love for the greater good. Oh, no. Now you've got your mission. Okay. Well, Andy loves you, and I hope that you can feel the same way. I'm going to do something real stupid and pull you out of here. And your mission, should you choose to accept it, is I have to no help choice. me protect Andy. And then we'll find your fuel rods later, and I and I pull them out. Can I? Do I have to roll for something, or can uh, I just pull no? Them? That was that was an impassioned moment. So you managed to summon strength you didn't know you had and yeah. yank him free. Woof, sheriff, good grip there. All right, let's yeah. go find Andy. You just need to know how to work these finoodles. I understand. You have much to teach me. I understand my mission. I do accept it, and we will go to this pizza planet and face whatever horrors there are, protecting our sacred charge together. You, a sheriff. And me a space ranger. Mostly you just get real greasy. Oh, it's going to get greasy, all right. I check my laser again. It's going to get greasy indeed. Do another quick draw. <laughs> um, Success. Yeah, yeah, quick shooting there, buddy. It's, it's, it's a, it's a no, pretty just, fancy... You know, like, yeah, he's, he's doing his little, like... Check the wings. Yeah, you know. shadow boxing with his laser. Are we calling it Let's here? Let's call it here. Okay. So that's it for us tonight. Andy has to sprint off yes. to catch... That's uh, okay, Andy. Thank ride you. Ride home. This was Thank a blast. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Jaws, you want to do a quick mailbag? Yeah, let's do a quick mailbag. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Andy. Thank Christmas. you, you too. Hello, thank you very much. All right, so Andy had to leave. We're back at the table, and we're going to do a quick mailbag, just Jaws and I, real quick, because we both have hard outs that we're, we're button up on. I want to see uh, some shows. Yeah, we're going to go see some theater some in theater. New York City. Uh, Jaws, what's, uh, uh, what you got so there? So this lovely human gave us a... a uh, phonetics for their last name, but not for their first. Well, are you and, sure they're a human? Uh, maybe not. Genevieve or Genevieve Treeweiler, yeah. please write in and tell us if you are a human or not. Genevieve. How do you know if you're a human? You take the void comp test. Ah, fair. Okay. Yes, we went over this already. Okay. Um, so. Also, are you made of fluff? Je oh, man. I'm so made of fluff, especially after the holidays. Well, we all know you're not human. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So, fair enough. Okay. Uh, stuff and fluff. Hello, film reroll. Hello. Hi. 
Let me just start off by saying that if you didn't catch it from the subject line, which is my favorite podcast in the history of podcasts. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Which is you. not that long of a history, really. It's a good, you know, longer than our show's been going. But it's a good sample set. I don't know, 15 years, something yeah, like that? Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, that this, po- I wonder which the first podcast was. It was the Jeff podcast show. Sure. Jeff, good old Jeff. That this podcast is my favorite podcast of all time. Oh, thank you. I have Jean-Vierre. difficulty making myself listen to other podcasts. Why would you make yourself? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no matter how highly recommended because they just She's a professional aren't... podcast listener. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so it's for it's the just job. just a day job, you know. Uh, they just aren't film re-roll. You're right. They're not. There's they're only not. one. They're... There can only be one. The only one. We we cut the heads off the other podcasts. Yeah, we do. Uh, And they're full of stuff and fluff, too. I've been listening to some time around the release (laughs) of of Frozen. And I'm so immensely happy and proud of you guys that you're still making and producing episodes. I've been meaning to email for forever. Wow. It's a long time. When I saw the tweet about getting a mention in men's health. Yes, good job, Scott. Thanks for that. (laughs) I love you, Adam Driver. I really seriously do. I promise I'm not a creeper, but I really love you. (laughs) Anyway, um... And men's health. Wait, did the men's health article mention that you? Creep I'm obsessed. On yeah. No, I don't okay. think so. But if he like, if he does any research whatsoever, he's going to see that like I mention him every fourth tweet. This might not go out for a while, and I haven't. Uh, I don't think we've told this story on the show. But it, by the time this releases, it probably happened a long time ago. But the story in Rogue One that Scott told about yeah. Adam Driver Ugh. eating rotisserie chicken, chicken every in, day, every day in class. <laughs> Got like an hour after it aired on our show, got picked up by several media sources, oh Men's Health God, Magazine, yeah. uh, Fever man. or something like that. Uh, what was eatery, that one? Eatery. eatery. It was like eatery. A, a a food magazine. It was like, what are you eating? Here's what Adam Driver eats. <laughs> a gossip magazine. Gossip cop. And they all cited us as an official source. <laughs> well, they cited film reroll. The well, yeah, one of them misspelled it. I don't <laughs> know which really one. Really cracked me up. And I got a voicemail from someone like checking. Oh as my a God! Source. Did you yeah. really? Yeah. That's hilarious. How'd they get your phone number? I don't know. I That's kind of creepy. I didn't call them back. Like, it was the thing was already out. Like, say hi if you see us in public, but maybe don't call us. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so that, that started a bit of a hubbub. Um, uh, yeah, so when I saw the tweet about getting a mention in men's health, I stopped what I was doing and went immediately to write this. For the record, I've loved Adam Driver for way longer than he's been, like, super, super popular. I just want people to know. Congrats on that. Uh, I worked, oh, she does not work as a professional podcast, or they, they do not work as a professional podcast listener. I don't want to make assumptions. Uh, They have been working in third shift at a DNA lab, which is really kind of cool. That's cool. Um, And having this podcast to listen to made the long nights of lab work go by really quickly. Life got kind of hard in the past few months, and I've really grown to rely on listening to your voices to help relax. Oh, Aww. wow. Peter's relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I've listened to an episode a couple dozen times, couple dozen times already? Wow, you're amazing. There's still such a treat, and I pick up so much that I missed the first time. <laughs> like logic holes in what Jaws is doing. <laughs> I'm so thankful to have this show to fall back on when I need a pick-me-up. Aw, you are all truly talented, and I recommend this podcast to literally anyone and everyone when they ask for a podcast, and sometimes when they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was the first project of anything I truly felt connected to, and I loved and support, uh, and I loved it to, to support it so much through a Patreon. I wish I could donate loads more to this wonderful show. Well, thank you for what thank you, you so do much, donate. Um, before I go, maybe one quick question. Where would you like to see the show go in the future? Are there any bigger aspirations for film reroll that you'd like to see a reality? <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Never stop being who you are because who you are is perfect. Genevieve 
Treeweiler. And in case this ever gets read and it's Peter reading it, it's pronounced Treeweiler. But you didn't tell us your first name. Treeweiler. Jean-Vierre. Jean-Vierre. Genevieve. 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 So, Genevieve. Uh, uh, there is earnest answers to that, and we really shouldn't like tip our hands to it. Right. But, you know, we we obviously do want to continue to grow the show and perhaps see it in other uh, avenues. My jokey answer is that I want to make film re-roll the movie about us re-rolling well, film re-roll, re-roll the, movie the movie as the movie is playing. Wow. I don't even know. So it would just be Inception. a meta. It would just be like mirrors facing each other. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we just want to aspirate film reroll. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there, there are some, there are some bigger ideas that we have, but yeah, we don't like, like Paolo said, we don't really want to um, talk about them too much on air. But we are hoping that uh, we will keep expanding, and it, the way that we do that is is by all of you recommending us to your friends and and oh. whether they want to hear about us or not, apparently. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, because we don't, we we have really tried to keep the podcast kind of the grassroots. Uh, wonder that it is and not involved a lot of uh, advertising and sponsorship and so on. And and what we have is pretty special because you all are so excited about us. So thank yeah. you. When we say that you have helped build us, we truly mean literally every block you have helped build yeah. us. Yeah. This is unlike so many things I work on. This is truly grassroots. And that for me has been such a special privilege just working in, you know, entertainment in various aspects a lot of things that feel on the outside are meant to feel grassroots aren't actually. And this was actually, you know, I mean, everyone here mostly is an entertainment professional, but like, we really just threw this up on air. You can hear our first episode. I did not rough. know how to operate a mic. I just, <laughs> we just put mics on the table and started playing. We had two mics in the center yeah. facing one direction each. Yeah. And we had to kind of like lean in to speak and like roll the dice near the microphone. And you could hear things oh on my the God. table John was being... smacking the table so loud or he'd clap in front of the mic yeah it was yeah so I mean that's pure evidence we didn't have a marketing plan we didn't even have a producer we just had me didn't really have a plan two microphones and my friends and some free time yeah and we ended the world and we ended the world warm fuzzies all right uh this here's one. another one we'll have Paolo read I'm gonna read this one the Powler. this one comes from uh Kevin Kevin hello Kevin and uh, its title is Listening on the Train. Hey, Film Reroll. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Big fan, long-time listener. I often listen on my commutes to and from work. I was listening to Blade Runner Part 1. Ooh. And at about 1.18.12. At about 1.18 and 12 seconds. Wait, time of day or time of podcast? I assume that's the point in the podcast. What if it was both? Oh, my God. Did you check, Kevin? Did you put a was rip in time-space continuum? When you guys were talking about butts and whatnot, Jaws, <laughs> Peter, and Paolo say, Kevin... Kevin, wake up now. My name is Kevin, and I had a very strange out-of-body experience on my morning train. (laughs) For a moment, I questioned my own reality, and I really wish that I could have rolled dreaming in real life. Thanks for all the laughs. You guys are the best, Kevin. P.S. Favorite episode is probably Summer Spell. The payoff is amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. That's a, that's an incredible story. I love that that's so much. amazing. Uh, okay, so I actually have a weirdly similar story. Kevin, Kevin, wake up now. Wake up, Kevin. Wake up, Kevin. <laughs> Were you sleeping, Kevin? That's what I want to know. Like, did we? I think he was drifting off. He was yeah. drifting off? If he was going in at 1.18 in the morning. So when I was in college, I was taking a film class, and the director of the cl- director the teacher of the, the, the instructor <laughs> the director of the course the director of the well she's a, a, a director oh, it's a know. she directrice directrice yeah. yes directrix directrix uh she had assigned us this czech film and now i do not remember the name of the film it was it's kind of a strange experimental film 
And I was so behind on everything that I was, of course, in the film lab at 2.30 in the morning Oops. putting on this Czech film to watch because the next day we had class. And I fell asleep during the film. Oh. And... Did it get burned into your the subconscious? The movie is in Czech, I'm pretty sure, and was subtitled. And at a certain point in the movie, there's like a whisper that like creeps up and it's like, it sounded like, Aro, Aro. and I thought it was saying Paolo and this whisper like, Paolo, getting louder and louder, Paolo. and it woke me up and it was the most terrified I've been in my I'm life. Sure and I opened my eyes. I don't know where I am because I fell fully asleep in the film lab, which is not where I normally sleep. And I'm just in this dark room with a black and white image, like janky, like angles and a face and everything. And it's like, Paolo, Paolo. If, if I'd had anything's in my bowels, I would have shit my pants, no question. <laughs> but you probably hadn't eaten anything for a while either. No, yeah, I was a college student running behind on everything. But Yeah, yeah, that would be so, terrifying. Yeah. That's that's it. Thank you, Kevin. That was an amazing that's, that's story. Awesome. I love that so much. Uh, all right, uh, we're going to do quick plugs. Andy is Reroll Andy on mm -hmm. Twitter. Uh, Jaws. I am the real Jaws Bam on Twitter and Jaws Bam on Instagram. I am Paolo Quiros on Twitter. We, the show, are Film Reroll on Twitter, filmreroll at gmail.com to email us for the mailbag. Film Reroll on Patreon. Thank you so much to yes. everyone who donates on Patreon. You keep the show alive. We can't yes. do it without you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to everyone who recommends it to their friend, who reviews us on the uh, iTunes or wherever you yeah, listen. And are... who is... Telling their friends about us and and putting us on the social medias and talking about us because that's really where our all our listenership has come from. Yeah, you got us onto a couple of like top fifty lists this year, which was really yeah. freaking cool. Yeah, thank we, you. Uh, the, it continues to grow, and it's entirely because of all of you. So thank you all for that. Uh, we are filmreroll.com is where everything is held, mm -hmm. and that's it held captive for us. <laughs> what show it, are you going to go see? Don't let it out. Uh, I am going to go see a show called Pancake Day that my friend is directing. Pancake Day? Yeah. I love it. I have no idea. What are you seeing? Uh, the, the second half of Inheritance. Okay. Yep. And that's it for us. Good night. <laughs> My tapping looked like a small waveform too, but okay. it, it 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 doesn't seem to be an issue. <laughs> Boy, your waveform is small, but it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the amplitude, not the frequency. <laughs> Vice versa.